Since 1995, Alabama's sports talk leader, Tiger Communications, proudly presents Sports Call. It's time to join our Sports Call crew as they discuss the latest headlines and happenings around Auburn and the entire sports world. To be part of the show, give us a call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. We're taking phone calls all show long and want to talk about whatever you've got on your mind. And now, coming to you live from the loveliest village on the plains, Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show, Sports Call. Good afternoon, Auburn. Welcome into Sports Call here today on this Thursday. Coming to you live from the Southwest Fire Department here in Auburn, 2176 Wire Road for the Chili Dinner, our annual event here with our good friends over at the Southwest Fire Department. My name is J.J. Jackson. Ryan LaVoy and Brooks Childress are here with me. Tom Peavy is wandering around. He'll be on our program throughout today as well. At 6 o'clock, the chili dinner gets off and running, and we've got a fun show for you today. We'll have our birthdays in sports, a nightly TV guide, your phone calls, and so much more. Brant Daughtry will be here. Drew Behenna back inside our studios, running the board and taking your phone calls on the Auburn Bank phone line at 334-887-3401. J.J., Ryan, and Brooks, gentlemen, another year spent here at the Southwest Volunteer Fire Department. Yeah, and we're excited about it as always. Um, look, there's nothing like a good warm bowl of chili on a chilly day. Yeah. And uh, well, obviously what the Southwest Volunteer Fire Department does is so important to the community uh, and, of course, being a volunteer fire department, you know, they really rely on proceeds from this type of event to buy equipment and uh, to really help them out. Uh, and so, you know, we've been doing this for a long time now. We have a lot of fun. We can see a lot of people. Uh, and it's not too late. You know, it's not too late if you've not, uh, if you've not bought uh, tickets uh, in advance. It's $8 at the door. Uh, get you get you chili, and uh, you can enter raffles tonight. There's going to be some really good raffles we'll talk about a little bit later. So it, it's just such a good time out here, uh, and it goes for such a meaningful cause, and, and that's always my favorite part of it. And so we're really excited to be back once again. Yeah, it is uh, always excited about back out here. And, it you know, it, it always seems like it's cold when we come out here, yes. too. And so – uh, so that that's perfect chili weather is is what I like to call it is uh, you come out here get yourself a, a bowl of chili but if if you can't you know if you're on your way home from work this evening and you're like oh I can't you know I, I can't sit down and eat a bowl they've got to go cups to go so you can come out here grab a grab a to go cup grab a you know a couple for the fam and uh, head on home with some some great chili out here and support a good cause and like you were saying Ryan they don't get you know taxpayer funding like uh, like other fire departments or other uh, services they they rely solely on grants and events like this to help them keep up uh, their equipment and their vehicles and everything for uh, to, to serve the community and uh, I, we talked about it earlier in the week but they you know they have a they they serve a big part of Lee County the, the western part of Lee County uh, but then they also get called around and they go help out other other fire departments that need help and you know most notably we mentioned it earlier in the week uh, when the tornadoes hit Beauregard they were uh, down there almost immediately to help out with uh, search and rescue and clean up down there and so they they are all over the area helping out and you know we're we're out here trying to uh, do our part to help them get uh, get the the necessary funding they need to uh, keep doing that. The number of years that they have been doing this, I mean, we're, we're adding up each and every year that this is taking place. I remember my first event 
in 2017 uh, alongside Reed Slider at this in the fall leading up to an Auburn football game. You guys started tagging along with me in 2018, a great show in 2019 as well, and then uh, there was no benefit dinner in 2020 due to the pandemic, and so I'm glad we were able to get back to it last year. Uh, we were talking a moment ago, Austin Scott was here, Brant was here, Javon Cutler was here, Tom was here, and our show went off the rails at some point, as it typically does at events like this. So I would imagine that's going to take place once again. But, yeah, I'm just so fired up to be here. It's such a great cause. And uh, who likes or who doesn't like chili? Who, does, <laughs> who likes chili? Who likes chili? Why do they settle on that? No, who doesn't <laughs> like chili? Yeah, no, that's what I was uh, telling you all the other day is I've been getting in a big chili kick recently. And it's just a it's a perfect winter food. You know, you speak to it being cold, Brooks, and a lot of people say, oh, no, it's cold. I don't know if I want to go out there. Well, A, they've got heaters yeah. that they're going to get going here, and I'm counting at least six or seven of them right now. I hope they roll one uh, over here to us. <laughs> and then secondly, you know, you want something warm on a cold day. If it was 75 outside, I don't think the, the warm food would be as appealing. But uh, the, the chili is perfect for this kind of weather. And, again, the, the main thing here is just benefiting something that's very important to the community, and we can't, uh, you know, harp enough on that, you know, on the heels, just having, uh, what, Veterans Day uh, a, a week ago, yeah. you know, and remembering all those who have served and currently serve, you know, and this is the this is a very similar kind of thing here. You know, these, these, these volunteer firefighters, they don't do it for the money. They don't do, you know, this is a volunteer and and so it is very important that they get supported by the community and and one of the best ways to do that is coming to an event like this eight dollars is is nothing more than i mean you would pay at a fast food restaurant to eat uh but except these eight dollars go to a good cause so we really hope to see a lot of people out here tonight they've got raffle tickets as well one raffle ticket for five dollars or five raffle tickets for twenty dollars I'm not the greatest at math. It was my favorite subject in school. However, I could promise you that's a good deal right there. Your favorite subject was a subject you weren't good at? I was pretty good at math. <laughs> okay. I was about to call you a lot. I, I, I was pretty it's like, good yeah, at math. you know, I make C's in here, but man, right. I love it. You <laughs> yeah. know, I just love my mom no, being was, upset at me. I was, I was pretty good. Um, but, uh, yeah, that would be $4 a ticket if you were to get five. So right. Instead of the one for five. Five times four is twenty. So there's the value in that. There's your there's your basic math. But uh, there's going to be a lot of great prizes too. So uh, it's absolutely going to be worth doing. I don't know when you want to reveal those prizes. We're gonna Tom's Tom, going to do Tom that. Do yep, he's got later. a full rundown. Because if we start doing it, we're going to forget something. Yeah. So that's able to be raffled off. Trust us, you're not going to want to miss out on this raffle opportunity too, because there are some really good prizes. Uh, prices that again far exceed the value of just putting five, even twenty dollars in the hat. So we're excited to have Tom on in a little bit, and he'll he'll walk us through all of those. Auburn football will take on Western Kentucky on Saturday, 3 p.m. start. The Tiger Tailgate Show gets going at noon on FM Talk 93.9. Auburn men's basketball takes on Texas Southern tomorrow evening as well. Uh, we've got several SEC games this weekend uh, against. Lesser competition, only four SEC versus SEC games coming up this weekend. But, guys, we haven't spent a whole lot of time talking about this Western Kentucky game coming up on Saturday. Right now in Las Vegas, the Tigers are only favored by five and a half against the Hilltoppers. Yeah, and that's not 
overly shocking because Western Kentucky is not a bad football team, especially they've had and Ryan. I mean, I mean, Ryan have been talking about it off air a little bit this week, um, and, and I think you know he was the one that pointed out they've had some clunker football games this year. But when they've been on, they've scored some points. They they can put up points. They've had a really good offense these last few years uh, under their current head coach. And you know it. it you, you see, one of their products is currently in the NFL and was uh, all the rage for a little bit. Bailey Zappi uh, was the quarterback at West Kentucky the last few years. Obviously, not there now. He's with the New England Patriots, but um, he they they put out some a, a little bit of NFL talent. They've got a a good team, and you know it, it is ex- you you would expect Auburn to win on Saturday uh, against the West Kentucky team, but only being favored by seven. Uh, you know, you've looked how Auburn's played this year, and you look how you know that the the potential for a West Kentucky team to come out and score points. It, it the line makes sense. Uh, I, I think this Auburn team should get the job done. They should get the job done. But you know, it it this this year you really haven't been able to predict what Auburn football's been able to do. Uh, it, it's been so up and down uh, for this Tiger team. But you you really saw last Saturday. Uh, it, it didn't look the prettiest on the field, but uh, Cadillac Williams and that coaching staff had the fans fired up, had the players fired up. They came in, you know, post-game locker room. They were still they, – they, they didn't play up to the, the standard that they knew they could play to, but they were still fired up that they got the win. They got the win for Coach Cadillac. And, you know, that, that carries a lot. Just getting a win does a lot for momentum, does a lot for morale. Uh, and especially going into this this week, where you've got a team that's coming in that you know you, you've got to be on upset watch for, and so it, it should be a really fun game in Jordan Hare Stadium at three o'clock on Saturday. Yeah, and some interesting notes on Western Kentucky. Uh, I was going through. Uh, for one, you might notice their record. You might see that they've won seven games and think they are seven and three, or you might see that they've had four losses and that they're six and four. They are seven and four. They are playing a thirteen game schedule this year. Uh, and that is because they played on week zero uh, against Austin P, and they only took one bye week, as a lot of teams that played on week zero obviously had the opportunity to take two bye weeks. They only took one, so this is their 12th game of the year. However, uh, they will be playing 13. They've got another one at Ford Atlantic next week in Boca Raton. But, uh, you know, when you look at the team, they're capable of really huge passing numbers, and and Brooks alluded to how their offense can kind of be, um, you know, it will have a few games where it is really off kilter. Uh, and to be fair to them, it's only been a couple times this year they still won one of those games. One of those games they beat UAB twenty to seventeen, uh, but they've also had games where they've set the world on fire. They've got a 49-point game at Hawaii. They've got a 73-point game against Florida International, and they've got a 59-point game at Charlotte two weeks ago and a 45-point game hosting Rice uh, this past week. And Rice is a 5-5 and team, so they might make a bowl game. So, you know, I, I think the interesting thing about the, the line, if we're just talking line here, is that, you know, Auburn – was favored against Texas A&M and all the excitement but ultimately Auburn only won a three-point game and Texas A&M drops the three and seven we know they've got a loss to App State this year so when you think about all that it does make some sense that this is not a, a, a huge line in favor of Auburn because Western Kentucky is capable of putting on points, and you say, well, I mean, if Auburn can beat Texas A&M, surely they can beat Western Kentucky. Well, I'll just explain to you, obviously, Texas A&M is not the same team that they have been, but 
Uh, it's we're not far fetched from remembering the, the San Jose State game where Auburn only won twenty four to sixteen. It was seventeen to thirteen uh, early in the fourth quarter. Uh, you know San Jose State led it at half. So you know Auburn was not able to push around this type of team because that's usually what happens in games against lesser competition is as an SEC team like Auburn can just push around a group of five team like San Jose State and in this case like Western Kentucky but because of the offensive line issues although they played certainly better since the dismissal of Brian Harson, it's still not an offensive line that you really value uh, that much and so you can't really trust it to just put their will on Western Kentucky and send Auburn tor- towards a 40 point outing so uh, obviously, the lower the score, the lower margin you're going to have, and and uh, and because Western Kentucky is offensively competent, it would be surprising if Auburn just completely stymied them. So I do get the line. I'd probably lean towards over, just because look, you can win a close 31 to 24 game and you cover. Uh, but you know, I certainly understand why the line is where it's at. 334-887-3401 or toll-free at one 9 tiger 9 if you would like to call in and be a part of our program here today. We're getting set again for Auburn and Western Kentucky. As Ryan just said, it will be a 13-game schedule for the Hilltoppers. They have only played two Power 5 opponents this season. Auburn is the second of those opponents. They lost to Indiana 33-30 in overtime. Other losses on the year to Troy, UTSA, and North Texas. Again, let's go to our Auburn Bank phone lines for the first time during today's program. As all of our sports call callers and guests join us on the Auburn Bank phone line, Auburn Bank has been your hometown bank for over 110 years. Visit them online at auburnbank.com for more information. Your partner, your neighbor, your friend, member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, 334-887-3401. Our first caller due up today is James from Montgomery. James from Montgomery has called in to Sports Call today. Hello, James. How are you, sir? I'm good in War Eagle. War Eagle. What's on your mind? Well, actually, I know that y'all have been uh, talking about Auburn and Western Kentucky because I know we played them this weekend. But I was looking at some highlights of the last time that we played against Western Kentucky, and it was back in 2003 that we met up with Western Kentucky. You're exactly right. It's been a long while. It's been nearly 20 years. Yeah, so it's been uh, 20 years since we met since we met our first matchup against Western Kentucky. So this year, fast forward 20 years later prior to that in 2022, I think Auburn is going to actually come out with a big victory on well at home. And it's going to be a sold-out game, so I know this is going to be one of the best games with uh, uh, Calvin Williams as our uh, an, an interim head coach. And I think he's interim interim head coach. And I think he's going to do enough fantastic job this weekend. I wish him the best of luck, and seeing how these two games are going to play out for the rest of the 2022 season. I think Auburn wins against Western Kentucky as well. I'm really confident about what they're going to be able to accomplish. A 3 p.m. kickoff in the afternoon, so an afternoon game for Auburn. Yes, as well, because I think with Robbie Asher, I know he's uh, going to be, you know, getting some uh, Gatorade, getting some power uh, bars to, uh, you know, to actually get him going and get him motivated and probably, you know, listening to some, you know, heavy metal music as well. 
Oh, he's going to listen to heavy metal music before the game. Yes, as well, to, to actually keep his, uh, his, his winning mentality going as well. Yeah, I, I mean, from what we know, Robbie Ashford feels like more of a rap guy for pregame music, but you never know. Maybe there is some heavy metal on his pregame playlist. Yes, as well, because if I was, um, if well, I could actually say that because if I was um, playing for Auburn and it was, it would be my first time ever meeting up with Western Kentucky. If I was in Robert Ashford's uh, shoes and I was a quarterback for Auburn, I have a lot of different uh, song choices that I would like to listen to. You know, heavy metal music that would get me, you know, fired up. You know, before a game as well. What songs in particular? Um, I would have to go like with Alice Cooper, um, uh, you know, di- different, different. Um, we um, will rock you. Yeah, that one. Um, How does that one uh, go? You know, um, I don't know that one by heart. We will, we'll we will rock you. Rock you. Yeah, yeah, we will, we <laughs> will rock you. Yeah, that one, and then probably I'll have to go with, like, the theme song to uh, Rocky, you know, like, you know, Champions or something something off of that um, album as well, or uh, Seven by the by the Army, the, the theme song that you'll always play. You know, I love that one. That's one of the best uh, heavy metal uh, rock songs ever out there. Um, love it. But, but I think I think Auburn. I think I think we got this. I think we're going to have a, a really good chance, and it's going to be, you know, we're going to bring a lot of fire to to Western Kentucky as well. Tell me something else on your mind today, James. Well, I know that we lost last night against uh, the uh, Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, but I know that they're going to bounce back this time around because I know uh, they'll play Alabama State, so um, that's going to be a big win for for um, Coach Harris and seeing if she's going to actually get her a victory at home in Neville Arena. I think they play tomorrow, if I'm mistaken. On Sunday. They play on Sunday. Okay, so I think that would be a really good uh, time for them to prepare and look at film from Alabama State because Alabama State, they're in the SWAC division, so they might be looking at some uh, games that Alabama State has ever has actually played and getting some key uh, components to actually look at what they're gonna, who who they're gonna guard and who they're gonna stop on Alabama State, uh, on it, on their on their teams as well. Should be a good game coming up on Sunday. And then finally, James Auburn men's basketball. They play on Friday. They play tomorrow against Texas Southern. Yeah, so I think with Auburn and Bruce Pearl, I think they're going to do a really good job against Texas Southern because I think Texas Southern, they're a really good team, but not a really good team to push over the edge like Auburn. So I think Auburn would win this, and it would be like a 95-26 to 26 lead uh, to start out as well. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That would be a massive blowout. Yes, as well because I I think I'm probably sure I'll probably say that Auburn would make it to the Final Four in March, and I just have to see um, what things might what what things might look between now and uh, next year. And then I know we've got one more NFL report that just came across to talk about with you. I'd like for you to give us the latest on this, James. But okay. we see here that the Buffalo Bills and Cleveland Browns game 
has been moved to Detroit. They're going to play the game at Detroit because a snowstorm is coming to Buffalo and they're not going to be able to play. Yes, I actually did see that as well. So they would um, play that game in Detroit where the Detroit Lions will actually be playing. So that would be a really good opportunity for the Buffalo, well, for the Detroit Lions to actually, you know, have their facility open to uh, their rival teams. And I think that's a really good uh, thing that Detroit is actually doing to, you know, help out with um, both teams as well. And I'll probably see that Buffalo would come out with a win um, this coming up week as well. This Sunday, they play Sunday, so I think Buffalo uh, Bills would win with um, Stephon Diggs, and I think he's going to give me a lot of uh, fantasy points this Sunday as well. Yeah, so Bills versus Browns in Detroit. Yeah, so that's going to be a really good game, and it's going to be a really historic game as well between the Buffalo Bills and the Detroit, uh, the Cleveland Browns. So I think this team, I think these two teams will look good for the Super Bowl this year. I mean, for next year as well. We'll see. All right, give us your final thoughts today, James. Well, I do have one good final thought, that Auburn would win these last two games of the season. They will win at home. Uh, against Western Kentucky, and then they have a, a week, a whole week rest to come up here to Tuscaloosa, and I will be rooting on the Tigers to get a big win here in Tuscaloosa. So I'm ready for it, and it's going to be awesome. I'm ready too, James. And as you know, we're broadcasting live right now from the fire department. We are live at the fire department right now for their benefit dinner, and we absolutely love their work and the work of first responders. They take really good care of the Auburn community. Yes, they actually do as well. And uh, I know with Tom Peavy, I know he does a, a really good job with the Auburn Fire Department. So I would um, tell him tomorrow on tomorrow's show about that. And um, I do love chili, and my favorite chili that I love is I actually put cheese in my chili. So oh, well, chili. I, that's great. I love cheese and chili, too. That's my favorite. <laughs> Yes, as well. And then I know um, I know we play Western Kentucky um, this weekend, so I'll probably um, get some Western Kentucky Auburn trivia on tomorrow as well. Okay, we can see if we can make that happen, and we'll tell Tom Peavy that he's a great firefighter. All right, sounds good, and War Eagle. War Eagle, thanks for the phone call, James. That was James from Montgomery joining us here on the program. We are indeed live at uh, Tom Peavy's home away from home, the Southwest Fire Department. The annual Chili Benefit Dinner Captain starts Peavy. at 6 o'clock. Yeah, I'm sorry. He's, he's in, With his, all official, due respect, he's he in is, his official He is in Captain Peavy. It's Captain Peavy. Here right now. So let's take our next commercial break here within the show. When we come back, more of your phone calls, birthdays and sports, and a whole lot more. This is the Abbey Award-winning Sports Call. We need a timeout. Sports Call will be back after this quick break. I'm Jeff Whitaker Jr., former Auburn Tigers defensive tackle and national champion, and you are listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Welcome back into the program. It's Sports Call on Tiger 95.9 FM and on the Tiger Communications app. J.J. Jackson, Ryan LaVoy, Brooks Childress. 
Broadcasting live right now at the Southwest Fire Department, 2176 Wire Road here on the Loveliest Village. And uh, we've got Tom Peavy here with us. Captain Peavy. <laughs> you sounded disappointed for a second there. We got Tom Peavy here with us. <laughs> the man of the hour. The man of the day. I don't know about all that. We started uh, promoting this for quite some time over the past couple of weeks. Yeah. We're hearing the commercials every day about this big chili dinner coming up, and it's finally arrived, Tom. We're, what, just over two and a half hours away from game time. Yeah. It's, uh, this is the calm before the storm right now. <laughs> it's a, Everybody back here is kind of getting tables and chairs set up and just kind of getting everything organized. So uh, definitely calm before the storm, but. Yeah, we're, we're excited to have this again. This is the 12th year we've done it, and uh, definitely glad to have Sports Call here. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun time. It's going to be a little cold outside, but that's it's, I know you all talked about chilly weather. Right. So uh, if there's ever chilly weather, it's going to be it. a night as we start dipping down in towards the 20s. Well, we, we've got a we got a heater moved into our vicinity, so I'm very oh. happy <laughs> that well, we made it, we fired made, up. Yeah, we made sure we brought out the big propane uh, heaters to keep everybody warm, and we'll probably even drop the doors down a little bit just to keep some of the cold air out of here. But yeah, so it's, you said twelfth year this has happened. Twelfth year, yeah. kind of give us the origin story once again for this. Uh, so the origin, uh, we so being a volunteer fire department, we we have to find ways to get funds. A lot of times, now, there are some tax funds that we get through a fire fee, but it's not very much. And uh, we were looking for a way to uh, try to. Do, raise some more money for the department so that we could get some new equipment, um, do some upgrades here to the station, do a lot of different things that we needed. And uh, we threw around a bunch of different ideas for for uh, ways that we could raise the money and different you know fundraisers. And we came up with this idea for the chili dinner because we figured it's something that would be easier to do. We could get the sponsorships. It's not something that takes a whole lot of uh, food products and things. I mean, it's it's pretty, chili's pretty simple. You know, there's not a whole lot of ingredients in chili, and so we figured, you know, for the lowest cost of what we would have to spend to make the money, chili made sense. And so uh, we did it kind of as a trial run that first year. It seemed like it was very successful. Then the second year was really nice, uh, and then it just it it just kept on going and going and going, and eventually, you know, we. We had upwards of 400 people in here at one time, and people asking about it all over town. It, it just it kind of grew into this big thing. We've got a sign coming down Wire Road, that a digital sign that tells yeah. people, hey, this." I mean, you're a big deal if you can get one of those things parked out front with the <laughs> message that you're spreading, Tom. This yeah. is great. Well, and that, that's one uh, part of all the, the help that we receive. We can't do this by ourselves, and so uh, the uh, uh, emergency management of Lee County comes out they give us these big signs to put up in the cones and they they help us out so ema is uh <coughs> excuse me ema is a big help to us and we had a lot of support from the city of auburn uh, a lot of support from the other volunteer fire departments around here who they will all be here periodically through the yeah, day what is that like tell me about that other fire departments showing up to say hello and and obviously chili. <laughs> game recognizes game yeah. chili we all love it uh, but how cool is that that yeah. they show up? Well, and so a lot of our folks here at Southwest also work for the city of Auburn uh, on their fire department, and we also have a dispatcher. And so, you know, they we work hand-in-hand hand with Auburn. We all know each other. So they come here and help support us. And then we run a lot of calls of mutual aid to Beauregard and to Farmville 
in some of these other areas, and so we're real close with them. We support them. They support us. They like to come out here, put their trucks on display, and come and hang out, and just kind of they all join in the fun as well. Starting at 6 o'clock tonight, we've got the annual chili dinner. We go off the year at 6 o'clock. We will give up our table space here <laughs> so that we can bring in more people to eat. That's the goal at the end of the day. $8 at the door tonight to partake. And then we've got some raffle tickets, Tom. Yeah. We've got raffle tickets, $5 each, or we've got good specials. We've got five tickets for 20 Yep. What all's being raffled off? Tell me about some of the gifts we've got. Yeah. Uh, well, and first of all, so with the eight with the uh, eight dollar ticket at the door, if you come here and eat, it's all you can eat chili. So yeah. you don't just get one bowl for eight dollars. If you come here, you get to eat all you can eat chili. And we're uh, taking cash, Tom, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Everywhere else in the world is not taking cash anymore, but the Southwest Fire Department, we love cash. Wait. Well, in cash, and I think we're doing Venmo and awesome. All we've got ways stuff, to do so, it. Then. Yeah. Okay. There's other ways to do it. Um, uh, but uh, we also do to-go orders. If you if you you know need to get home, you can swing through the parking lot. I th- we've got some big cups that we can that we'll sell of chili for to-go orders. So we have that. Uh, as far as prizes go, uh, we've been very fortunate since the beginning of this to work hand in hand with Firing Pin, and they they give us a shotgun. And uh, this year it's a it's a Remington shotgun. That's our grand prize that we raffle off. It's a, about a four hundred dollar shotgun that we're raffling off if there's any concerns you still have to go through all the background checks you don't get to walk you don't you don't get to walk out of the fire station with a shotgun you still have to go through all your background checks and make sure you're a legal gun owner before you can claim that prize sure but um shotgun for firing pin um a lot of other companies have given us gift certificates uh to give out as door prizes i know we have a cooler that we're giving out and then uh one of the neat things that we're going to raffle off tonight, Bruce Pearl signed a basketball um, specifically for us to uh, to give away. There's a nice picture of two of our members with Bruce Pearl getting that basketball. So cool. So we're doing that. And then you guys have been generous enough to also uh, give some tickets. So we'll be giving out tickets to the Western Carolina or Western Kentucky game and some season tickets to women's basketball. So uh, if you're interested in some Auburn tickets, we're going to have those giving them away. We're going to be giving away that shotgun. We're going to be giving away a big cooler. Yeah. Uh, there's several other prizes. I that's awesome. Yeah, it's a lot of different prizes. And that's one thing I was going to mention. I, I said we can't do this all by ourselves. I mentioned Firing Pin, uh, Niffers. Uh, they donate meat. Uh, Sam's Club, they can't full donate it, but they give us a good discount. And so between Niffers and Sam's, 280 pounds of ground beef. Mm. Dang. Yeah. So that is man. That's a lot of chili. 280 pounds of Water Oak Manor, the Plains Landscaping, Beasley Construction, Ace Hardware, Wood Chop Timber, Palm Beach Tan, uh, Bruce Pearl, as I mentioned, Tenda Chick, Ross House Coffee, and Yard Milkshake Bar. Good deal. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> so, like I said, we can't do this by ourselves. Yeah. And so we go out and we get people to sponsor us, and they're very willing to uh, help sponsor this because it is for a good cause. It, it goes, uh, you know, It goes to the fire department. It's not something that we're just wasteful spending. I mean, it goes towards equipment. It goes towards gear. It goes for different upgrades to equipment, things like that. So it, it's definitely for a good cause for for a group of us that volunteer our time. And, and for the most part, our department are university students. So they're, t- they're using their time as university students and volunteering as firefighters on top of that. $8 at the door. It's the 12th year they've put on the Southwest Chili Dinner and tons of folks 
are adding to the cause and helping making it possible. Tom Peavy, you hear him on Sports Call twice a week, and you get to uh, see him in action as a uh, firefighter. Captain Peavy here at Southwest Fire Department. And I, yeah, and I, you know, using my, I guess, my radio experience, I get to go on stage and emcee the event. So I'll, I'll be the master of ceremonies. I'll be reading off the prizes and joking with folks. And this is going to be amazing. Yeah. So. My favorite thing each and every year. I'm That's glad right. we got to be back here it's once awesome. again. Appreciate Tom, let, let's uh, let's take our next break in the show. You'll be back a little bit later. We'll do Absolutely. one more promotion of the event. And again, starting at 6 o'clock tonight, let's go to a commercial break. When we come back, we've got retired Wardam Steve. Terry is on the phone line. We've got a lot of folks to chat with here on Sports Call. Tiger 95.9 FM. J.J. Jackson and the guys want to hear from you. Give them a call to join Sports Call at 334-887-3401. Let's get back to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Feel free to give us a call at 334-887-3401 or toll free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. Welcome back into the program. It's Sports Call on Tiger 95.9 FM and on the Tiger Communications app. J.J. Jackson, Ryan LaVoy, Brooks Childress, Brant Daughtry, Drew Behenna is back inside our studios running the board and taking your phone calls. We're having a lot of fun here on Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. Brant, it's good to see you. Yeah, man, good to be out here. Came out here last year for the first time. I was promised a show, and dang it, I got one. Yeah. I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to... Uh, to what we're going to get into today. Tons of tables, tons of, as Brooks so alluded to, heaters being set up to mm. warm this place up a little bit. It is chilly outside. It is. Uh, but come eat some chilly, as Ryan said a little bit earlier. So uh, we want to get to the phone lines in just a moment, 334-887-3401, or toll free at one 888 to be on Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. Uh, but as we mentioned on the phone with James, gentlemen, uh, the NFL is moving Sunday's Browns versus Bills game out of Buffalo due to snow coming, and the game will now be played at Ford Field in Detroit. That means the Buffalo Bills will play two games in five days in Detroit because we will also watch the Bills play on Thanksgiving against the Detroit Lions. So they're just going to move to Detroit. The Detroit Bills. For a Nobody little bit coming circles up here. the wagons like the <laughs> Detroit Bills. <laughs> yeah, well, oh man, you know that's Dr- clever. You know, Drew is obviously a Bills fan, and he was talking to me about it earlier today, and he was thinking that was the most likely outcome. And you know, we we talked about in a regular season game, I wouldn't have minded them playing in a lot of snow. Now, five to six feet of snow, probably a bit much. I mean, I know the North is infinitely better equipped for that you get five inches of snow here everything's done for the week pretty much but uh that being said five to six feet is still i think a little past the threshold of safety so uh, i understand why they're moving this game and uh it does unfortunately for the league i mean that is a pretty clean scenario there where well they were going to detroit thursday anyway so i know it's going to be uncomfortable to be away from home for a full week but 
you know, they're not going to have to go back and go forth. You know, I mean, they're going to get to have one trip to Detroit. It's going to be a week-long trip. They'll play two games in the same stadium, uh, you know, and the Lions aren't home this week, obviously. So it ends up it ends up working out, and, uh, yeah, hopefully everybody does not get completely burrowed underneath all that snow in Buffalo. Wasn't it Buffalo like a few years ago? Was it Buffalo and the Colts that they've started playing and that it just started snowing so much and, and it, it piled up to a few feet and they were playing in that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. snow, tough. Tough. Snow is tough to play in. I saw something earlier that made me chuckle. It's about six feet of snow expected in Buffalo on Sunday, and Nick Chubb and Devin Singletary, the two starting tailbacks of this game, are both shorter than six feet tall. So it'd be tough. <laughs> it'd be tough. <laughs> tough to play in that environment for those two guys. I, think I didn't realize and that. Here's the other thing. Wow. I've got both of them on my fantasy team, so I need them to do well. <laughs> you need I, them to be seen. I think that's yeah. a, an advantage. You hand it off to them, you just see like the snow getting cleared. <laughs> um, friend of the program. Drew Carter went faint, went viral on Twitter a little bit last evening uh, as he is now a play-by-play announcer for ESPN. One of your Maction games, Brooks, yeah, it was. had snow go absolutely crazy. Yeah. And I don't remember specifically what he said, Ryan, but there was something that he brought up mentioning that, you know, candidly we can't see something. Yeah, and he said he went to a yard line that we cannot <laughs> see or something like that. He got out to some, some yard line. <laughs> Candidly, we, we cannot see that. Because when yeah. the snow's there, how can you tell what yard line the ball went yeah. to? Oh, man, that's fun. It's, All right. it's about the red zone. We're not positive, though. Yeah, let's take uh, some phone calls. Here at the Chili Dinner tonight, $8 at the door starting at 6 o'clock. Eat some chili and support the Southwest Fire Department. 334-887-3401. As we go to the phone lines, next up we've got... Terry from Auburn. Terry is on the program now here on Sports Call. Hello, Terry. Guys, how y'all doing? Quite well. How about you, sir? P- pretty good, pretty good. What a wait for uh, Deshaun Watson to make his return, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think we might uh, be a, way, a, th- a few weeks away from Deshaun Watson, but, uh, no, but yeah, think, soon he will. I think he's back this week, JJ. I think this, no, I saw it on he, ESPN earlier today. I thought Terry, it was an 11-game suspension yeah, Terry, for him. Terry, he came back to practice this week per the rules oh. of his suspension, but he does not get to play for two more oh, weeks. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I stand corrected. So he just practicing and to play. I'm down to Chicago. They moved it to Syracuse. In Syracuse, the Dome? Yeah, they could have gone to the Carrier Dome. Yeah, good yeah. thought. Yeah. Um, guys, I want your opinion on the coaching search at Auburn. This has been the most tight-lipped coaching search I've ever seen. Do you all think there's a growing possibility it could be a curveball? I'm fearful of that. I am very fearful of that. I mean, while everybody's focusing on Kiffin and Freeze, my choice, and maybe Sanders, some other guys. But, you know, Cohen is known for a curveball. I mean, who's seen Mike Leach Cohen at Mississippi State? Very fair. Yeah, yeah. I I think there could obviously be the possibility that that happens. It feels like it's kind of laying Kiffin or bust right now inside that athletic department. I know that uh, some reporting earlier today from someone like Philip Marshall, who's covered so many coaching searches in the past has talked about how kind of closed-lipped this entire search has been i'm just i am very fearful of a curveball because hey guys i know that dabo sweeney talk up dabo sweeney's not coming to auburn okay let's just go ahead and put that out there for those dreamers that's not happening he doesn't like auburn and i don't want him there anyway uh, because he's a bammer and it's as simple as that his heart you know where his heart lies and his dedication lies so i don't want him at auburn so uh, but he's not coming anyway, so that's, that's, that's a pipe dream is what that is. But I, I'm fearful of the curveball because that's what that seems to be Cohen's ammo, and that scares me a little bit, quite honestly. 
Who knows? I, I think what the good thing is, Terry, is that we're closer to it, right? We're so much closer to the end of the year, and so we're closer to finding out specifically who that next head football coach is going to be. I'm excited for it. Well, I mean, it's 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 right here on top of us, JJ. Uh, guys, uh, yeah, it's right here on top because Thanksgiving is is next week, right? And don't, that's uh, right. Ole Miss and Mississippi State play on Thanksgiving night. They do, they do, and so right after that, you would think Lane Kiffin uh, could have it come out that he would be the next head football coach as soon as that game ends. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It just that just it, it scares me to death because Cohen's known for the curveballs, and then and, and you know we just finished up with a coach from, you know. A long way away. Who didn't want to be here? I think that's obvious. By you see the play of the offensive line, the play of like Morris Joseph, Jeremiah Wright, guys like that. Um, you know, you just you, it's obvious. It, it, I mean, I was saying beating it in everybody's heads. Nobody wanted to believe. Everybody was criticizing me for saying it. So, um, but but you know, I just I'm fearful of that. I hope it's Lane Kiffin. I hope it's. I, I, mean, I was a Hugh Freeze guy, but the more and more I think. Um, Lane Kiffin, I asked a, ask a girl yesterday at lunch who's a student at Auburn, she said Lane Kiffin is the hot rumor around the campus. So that's, that's it's kind of, you're right, J.J., it's kind of him or bust, actually. Yeah, so. I, I think it I think it could happen. I'm going to be positive. I think that's going to happen, and I think he'll be the next head football coach of the Auburn Tigers. Okay. Appreciate it, guys. Y'all take care. Have fun out there. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. That's our good pal Terry joining us on the program, 334-887-3401 or toll-free at one 888 9 to be on the program. Really good reporting earlier today from Philip Marshall inside Auburn undercover, of course, uh, who says that he does still believe Kiffin is the most likely of the known candidates to become Auburn's next coach. Uh, but keep in mind that Jimmy Sexton, the agent, the best-case scenario when talking to Jimmy Sexton is that Lane Kiffin gets this massive new deal from Ole Miss and that Auburn hires Hugh Freeze to a very lucrative deal. That's the best case for Jimmy Sexton when he looks at his pocketbook. Uh, But for Auburn, they're trying to go for Lane Kiffin here. And then also reporting from Philip Marshall, the reason, as Terry alluded to, we're not hearing as much is that this is the first time since Doug Barfield was named head coach and waiting in 1975 that Auburn has hired a head football coach without a search committee. Philip Marshall has been around for a ton of coaching searches, and if he's not hearing a whole lot, then really nobody is. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I think it's interesting to think about the best-case scenario for Jimmy Sexton there when you look at his pocketbook. I've see, I've said this a couple of Wallet. times. It. Bank account. Bank account. I think <laughs> offshore bank account Check in Sweden. <laughs> I've seen a, I've said this a couple of times. John Cohen is is being tight-lipped about this. Uh, Chris Roberts is being very tight-lipped about this. They don't want this stuff to get out, so it's not getting out. That's something they have been very careful about. Not to say the previous administration wanted things to get out, but they were not being nearly as careful as it seems like the current administration is being. So the lack of information is not, to me, uh, a death knell. I think it's a... I think it's just a product of where this program is right now. Yeah, you know, I, I think that part of the way, the reason you're going to hear little to nothing is because this isn't really a situation where a lot of people can talk because the talk can start to make candidates or people involved look bad too. Uh, as much as it might benefit under normal circumstance for there to be a leak from Jimmy Sexton or a leak from somebody that, that Auburn is offering the job to Lane Kiffin, you, you still want the PR aspect of the fact much. And, you know, if you're Auburn, 
you, you can't let Jimmy Sexton dictate this. Uh, you can't let yeah. other people dictate who you want as your coach. And I know that he, you know, wheels himself and forces himself into the process. But at the end of the day, Auburn needs to do what's best for Auburn, and Auburn needs to to get in with Lane Kiffin and not not worry about Sexton trying to get his second client in. And and you know, Auburn. I mean, look, you just call people's bluff if if. If it, if it was a scenario. Uh, was fired until, you know, it, it wasn't like, oh, he's going to be fired this afternoon. Boom, there's a release. He's fired. Nobody knew about John Cohen getting hired until a couple days before when something uh, got leaked. So, you know, I don't necessarily think it's a curveball is coming. I just think that Chris Roberts knows how to run a search that does not have leaks in it. All right, we've reached the end of the hour. We're talking all things Auburn football and getting set for the chilly dinner tonight at the Southwest Fire Department. Brooks Childress, Ryan LaVoy, Brant Daughtry, I'm J.J. Jackson. One hour in the books and we're rolling. One hour of our show is in the books. We've got more to come. Stay tuned for another hour of Sports Call right after the break. Since 1995, Alabama's sports talk leader, Tiger Communications, proudly presents Sports Call. It's time to join our Sports Call crew as they discuss the latest headlines and happenings around Auburn and the entire sports world. To be part of the show, give us a call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. We're taking phone calls all show long and want to talk about whatever you've got on your mind. And now, coming to you live from the loveliest village on the plains, Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show, Sports Call. Second hour of Sports Call starting right now on Tiger 95.9 FM and on the Tiger Communications app. J.J. Jackson here with Ryan LaVoy, Brooks Childress, Brant Daughtry, Drew Bahena is back inside our studios running the board and taking your phone calls as we are live once again from the Southwest Fire Department, their annual chili dinner, $8 at the door to come and have some chili. It's going to be a fun time. There are raffle tickets with amazing prizes to give out here. We mentioned a cooler, a Remington 12-gauge shotgun. We've got season tickets for Auburn women's basketball. We've got tickets to Auburn football's game on Saturday against Western Kentucky. Brooks, we're just excited to be here. Oh, we sure are. And the chili dinner describes the food and the weather as we're out here. It is chilly on both accounts, but it is some great chili out here. They've got all the toppings for you. Tom ran through, you know, what they, uh, the food that they got donated. There's just so much chili. What did you say, 200-something pounds? 280. Goodness gracious, that is a lot. That is a lot of pounds. That is a lot of chili. Um, and, yeah. And it's all here waiting for you. They've got to-go cups. I think he said they're going to have like a drive-through line in the back if you want to come through and get a get a drive-through to-go cup to yes. take home. Great it's, idea. It's like you know what in the world? That's awesome. Yeah. That's a really good. I idea. love that. W- Wendy's has met its competition because <laughs> <laughs> you like Wendy's chili. I love Wendy's yes. chili. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's, you guys get the joke? Yeah. Because you go through the drive-thru at Wendy's. Thank you. Drive-thru drive drive chili. Drive-thru chili. I got the job. Wendy's has a drive-thru now? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, and now there's that a drive-thru works. here at the Southwest Fire Department. Bless it. Oh, all right. Let's get ready to take more of your phone calls. But before we do any of that, as we do each and every day, I think it's important that we celebrate some birthdays, gentlemen. It's time for today's Birthdays in Sports. Oh, birthdays in sports brought to you by Max Credit Union. Stop by Max Credit Union for all of your banking needs. Boy, oh boy. We've got a lot of things to talk about on birthdays in sports here today. Happy 26th birthday to a man by the name of Minka Fitzpatrick, an NFL safety for the Miami Dolphins. Played three years of college football at Alabama where he was a two-time National champion, 11th overall pick by the Dolphins in the 2018 NFL Draft. Traded to the Steelers in 2019 and playing for the Steelers now. Minka, 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 Minka is turning 26. Traded to the Steelers. How could Whoa. They? His jockstrap still sitting somewhere on the Jordan-Hare Stadium sideline. <laughs> Shout out to Ryan Davis. <laughs> Happy birthday to, uh, to Minka Fitzpatrick. Reggie Wayne is turning 44 years old today. A former NFL wide receiver and current wide receivers coach for the Indianapolis Colts. He played for the Colts. He also played four years of college football at Miami. Six-time Pro Bowler, Super Bowl champion with the Colts. He played with the Patriots in his NFL career for one game. It was a glorious game. (laughs) Reggie Wayne turning 44 years old today. Getting to watch the wide receiver that victimized the Patriots a lot during the Reggie Wayne, Peyton Manning years get to play on your team at least for one game is a little gratifying. One game. One game, but it was gratifying. Shaq Barrett turning 30 years old today. An NFL linebacker for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Played one year of college football at Nebraska Omaha. Wow. And three years of college football at Colorado State. The Rams. Mountain West defensive player of the year in 2013. Signed with the Buccaneers as an undrafted free agent after the 2014 NFL Draft. Signed with the Bucks in 2016 or 2019. Two-time Super Bowl champion in 2016 and 2021. Two-time <laughs> Pro Bowler. Did I say something inappropriate? No, you said something that's incorrect. I don't know if it's on the sheet or not. And so I was just making head motions. What, what did yeah. I say? You said he signed as an undrafted free agent with the Bucks in 2014. I meant to say with the Broncos. There you go. Yeah. Did Bucks. I say Bucks? You did yep. say Bucks. You Double did. Broncos. He signed with the Broncos. Yes, he did. Was but then in Miller. 2019, yeah. he signed with the Bucks. Yes. As well. And then re-signed with the Bucks this past year. Yep. And then tore his Achilles this year. Jim Beheim, turning 78. Current basketball coach for the Syracuse Orange. Grandpa. Played four years of college basketball at Syracuse. The Orange. Began his coaching career in 1969 at his alma mater as an assistant. Became the Syracuse head coach in 1976 and has been there ever since. NCAA tournament champion, national champs in 2003. Five-time Final Four appearances. Three-time Olympic gold medalist as an assistant coach. For Mike Krzyzewski with Team USA. Jim Beheim, 78 years old. He's got to be close to hanging it up, doesn't he? Zone defense, baby. (laughs) Uh, Ryan Braun is turning 39 years old. I'm yelling 
with birthday. Yeah, you are. Boy, yeah. boy is, you it, sure is it are. your way of staying warm? <laughs> Get the motor going. <laughs> Former MLB outfielder, played three years of college baseball at Miami. Two-time All-American, drafted fifth overall by the Go Brewers you. in the 2005 MLB draft. Made his debut with the Brewers in 2007 and was the Rookie of the Year. Six-time All-Star, five-time Silver Slugger Award winner. He's showing us that his his way is more fun. You keep being you. Ryan Braun, 39 years old today. Remember the tanks he used to hit? He did. Him Remember the steroids Taylor? he used to inject? That's no. right. <laughs> that, that's not as fun. Uh, last birthday today. <laughs> last birthday. All right. It is Brooks Childress's favorite player. Okay? I don't think so. And Brooks is not going to know the mascot of his college. All right. So we're about to stump him. Okay. Nick Markakis is turning 39 years old today. I don't know if, did Former Nick MLB outfielder. He played two years of college baseball at Young Harris College. Oh, man. (laughs) Twice he was the Georgia Junior College Player of the Year. Are they the Penguins? Drafted seventh overall by the Baltimore Orioles in 2003. He made his debut with the Orioles in 2006. Also played with the Braves. Three-time Gold Glove Award winner. Won a Silver Slugger with the Braves. And the only All-Star game in his MLB career that he ever made was as a member of the Atlanta Braves. Nick Markakis is 39 years old today. Proud Mountain Lion he is. All right, Young Harris College Mountain Lions. That's right. Very good. That's our Birthdays in Sports on November 17th. Birthdays in Sports brought to you by Max Credit Union. Two locations in the area, one in Auburn on Gay Street, one in Opelika on Frederick Road. You do realize, in sports today. You do realize the people that are setting up at this place are not around that every day. And they're like, this is a lot. Yeah. What is happening? Right? It's a lot. It's a lot for these but people. Fortunately, like this. fortunately for them, they didn't hear the birthday instrumental. Yeah, so it's just my J.J. yelling. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because the birthday instrumental music adds some context, right? But you didn't get to hear that. I don't that know if it does. I don't know if it does. It does because we're at celebrating yeah. birthdays. It's one of my favorite things that we do because I love the little like party horn at the end of it. <laughs> it makes me it makes me smile every time I hear it. Thank what you. is that? That's a kazoo. Is it not a kazoo? No, it's uh, not a it's a. What are those like, things ah. called? What are those things? <laughs> that was a very JJ thing I, to do. I don't think I've ever heard anyone do an impression of one of those. <laughs> It's good, it's like, right? It's good. You, you're handed those things on your birthday. Yeah, that's why I call it a like, party horn. I don't think that's I know, the right but name. it's like, and then it, yeah. it, uh, it like rolls it all out. the way out, yeah. and then it rolls back. Correct. Streamer? It's like a fruit no, roll streamers up, you hang from the ceiling. You know what we're talking about? Do you have any idea what we're talking about? <laughs> Do you know what? the sound it, that we're talking about? I mean, it's like a birth. I mean, that's why it's in the birthday set. Right, right. And, and sorry, that was good. That was good. You know what I'm talking about? Can you picture the instrument that we're talking yes. about? Yes. Can, can you play the bed music real quick? Yes. Can you play I the just, bed music real quick? I Not the bed music, the birthday oh, sports. No. Yeah. Yes. That's the, oh. We have but the birthday but, bed music without Zeus at the beginning. Yeah, but we need Zeus at the beginning to hear that. Or in the music, do we also have the... Yeah. Yeah. We do? I'm a the, professional the at what I do. The thing that's different between is that Zeus birthdays talks. and sports is that Zeus is yeah. in the beginning. Okay, yeah. Drew, you were given the commands to play the birthday music. <laughs> I will I, Look, if they give, if you guys give commands, I don't always honor those. <sighs> I said, Drew, can you please? It's I not know, a command, but it's a request. I understand. Yeah. But I we like request. for that to come from me. You command. Okay, 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 okay. Well, then that's answer why their request. We'll take, we'll take the bed music there. Yes. The suit, the blowouts. That's exactly what... Look, we got yeah. great help here. What are, they, what are they called? 
Blowout. Blowout. Is okay. that what you saw as well? I see. Mine what says, did you see? There you go. Okay. Party, I've got party horn, Thank party you. blowout, party a whistle. Here it is. Here it is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you can click the button again to make well, it stop. No, keep it going. Keep it going Never for mind. one second. Keep it going. Throw these on for one moment, and you can... Mr. Jones is with us. You need to hear this blowout. Yeah, right this here. is why people listen here to this show. This is why they do it. That, that makes me laugh every time. Oh, that's great stuff. That's Birthdays in Sports brought to you by Max Credit Union. One more time today, we're celebrating the birthday of Minka Fitzpatrick, Reggie Wayne, Shaq Barrett, Nick Markakis, Ryan Braun, and Jim Beheim. And if it's your birthday, happy birthday to you. And if Absolutely. it is your birthday, happy birthday happy to you birthday. as well. Let's take an early commercial break this hour. Let's go ahead is and we'll take a commercial break here on the we're program. We're 15 minutes in. <laughs> yeah. Let's usually when we have the commercial. <laughs> It's early. <laughs> early for this show. When we come back, retired William Steve joins the show. That's coming up next right here on Sports Call. Sports Call has been on the air since 1995. I'm Sammy Coates, former Auburn football player and all-SEC wide receiver, and you are listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Welcome back into Sports Call on Tiger 95.9 FM and on the Tiger Communications app. J.J. Jackson here with Ryan LaVoy, Brooks Childress, and Brant Daughtry at the Southwest Fire Department, 2176 wire road i need you to put that into your navigator a little bit later not now you'd be a little early if you showed up now uh although if you'd like to say start hello to line. us that's yeah, fine come too. by and hang out start the line <laughs> start the start line, the start the line. <laughs> yeah. you, you can see, uh, you see because you get someone here that starts the line and other people are driving by that have no plans they're like there's a line wait, there. i need what to be a part of that yeah yeah you're exactly yeah. right draw people mm. in um it's gonna get dark here soon correct that's how the earth yeah. works. Yep. So we're going to start our uh, lights in a little bit on the van. Oh, I so thought you'll know. light show? <laughs> <laughs> so that you'll know uh, where we're at. and I at the same time like, look yeah. at the roof and went, what are we missing? Yeah. Yeah, the, no, the funds have been going to great cause. They've been going to LEDs outside of the, outside of the building. What did Sports we, call strobe lights. What did we do last year here, like education-specific? Do you remember what that – because well, I do remember as well. I remember, Austin was here. I remember we berating took like a, we, like a tour around the facility before the show got started. Wait, And hold then on. we came over here, and then we came to the show and started talking about, like, what we saw and stuff like that. I Are you talking that. about fire education or, like, our, our personal education? Our personal education. Oh. Okay. We berated the North Carolina school system we for did. a little bit because you said that Christopher Columbus sailed to America on the Mayflower. And what was it? It decidedly not the Mayflower. Two separate adventures. The, yeah. the Santa Maria, wasn't it? It's, it's three the boats. Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria yeah. are Columbus's ships. The Mayflower was the Pilgrims. Because we were starting, we talked about. That's right. We talked about Thanksgiving when the Pilgrims came over. That's right. And, and you went. Did he to, even say Mayflower? Or did he mess no, up and say Mayweather? He said Mayweather to start <laughs> yes. with. What it was, yep. Like Floyd, Floyd Mayweather. Floyd yeah. Mayweather. Money Mayweather <laughs> brought the Pilgrims over on his back. <laughs> Do you guys realize that one week from today is Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah, yes. it's crazy. I thought that about works. that earlier. It's crazy. Can um, we, do you think we can get some of this chili at our Thanksgiving dinners? I think so. 
I think we could do that. Hey, you want to take some phone calls? Sure. 334-887-3401 or toll free at one 888 9 Do up next on the program we've got... War Damn Steve. Ah, there he is. War Damn Steve is here with us. Hello, Steve. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Remind me again. You guys get paid for having all this much fun? Yeah. <laughs> You're exactly right. Best job in the world. Oh, my gosh. If only, if only I could be with you guys. Hey, unless uh, Captain Tom Peavy can do DoorDash and live for me, I'm going to be stuck with going to Wendy's now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be quite the trip to bring it down your way, Steve. But uh, maybe yeah. next year we'll get it set up for you to be here. All right. Well, let's get started real quick, you guys. If you have not read this uh, column on L.com, uh, I strongly urge you to read it. It's... Uh, is entitled The Story Behind Cadillac Williams Dapper Game Game Day Suit. Have you happened to read that yet? I haven't, no. Oh, it's a fantastic reading. Uh, apparently, uh, you know, the suit he was wearing um, for uh, game day this past Saturday uh, was not exactly uh, to his cup of tea. He didn't want to wear it to begin with. He was sitting back. But his wife apparently uh, knows a friend of hers who is a personal stylist uh, who lives in L.A., and uh, she contacted her. And she's also an Auburn grad, and she sent him that suit. And so it goes on from there how he ended up deciding how to wear it after putting him in the back. He said, no, I'm not going to wear it. It's not me. And he doesn't wear it. So anyway, apparently we're to expect some more, uh, I guess, outfits like that uh, for the uh, uh, remaining uh, uh, games. So anyway, it's an interesting read. It's a... Uh, it's pretty uh, informative and it's pretty entertaining about how that came about. All right, um, moving on, gentlemen. That was a tough loss last night. They, uh, they, but they, they didn't quit. I uh, read where they came back from being way behind and almost pulled it out. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, they uh, they struggled from the field uh, for most of the game. They they shot only twenty nine percent, but they really out rebounded Georgia Tech, and that's what kind of kept them in. And they did take a one point lead in the fourth quarter, but just couldn't make enough shots. Okay, all right. Well, hopefully uh, that will motivate them to uh, um, improve and keep getting better in forthcoming games. Now, with all due respect, Mr. Uh, Ryan boy. Yes, sir. I did not expect a Auburn team to ever be only six points or less a favorite uh, at home, nonetheless, to a team who's not even in the SEC or even Power Five team called Western Kentucky. They got blown out by the Mean Green Machine, forty to thirteen, and yet we're supposed to somehow uh, only be a five and a half point favorite. Uh, I, I don't know, you know, uh, who the people in Vegas are that come up with this, but this team is not a coached uh, Harzen team. Maybe in the past I might have said, yeah, we would like if we pull this one out. I don't see it, guys. I mean, uh, you, you can convince me that uh, I'm way in left field that this could happen, but this team is energized. The way I saw them play, not only in the Mississippi State loss, but also uh, in the game against A&M, uh, Convince me that the talent we have can be out-talented by West Kentucky. Auburn is energized, but that doesn't make them a good football team. I mean, they, well, they still on, only beat Brian, Texas State in 13-10. That, that West Kentucky uh, is better than our players and 
Derek Hall. No, I, I didn't say that. Never said that. Uh, never said well, that. I said that okay. Auburn has had problems against just about everybody this year, including San Jose State, who is a similar type of team to Western Kentucky. The only difference is Western Kentucky is actually more offensively competent than San Jose State is. Auburn is still better than Western Kentucky, but I simply said it is not irrational to see how this line is is what it is. Now, every other year of football, it would be uh, very disrespectful and, and just simply would not be true. But, I mean, Auburn ultimately is still not a very good football team. That, that, that didn't change just because Cadillac Williams is the interim coach. They have a lot more energy now, and the fan base has more energy that doesn't mean Auburn's going to all of a sudden just start doing things they haven't done all year in terms of blocking people. You still look at Texas A&M. They ran for all those yards, and still the amount of people that Jarquez Hunter and Tank Bisbee were having to make people miss. I saw s- several runs where Hunter would break it outside after having to make someone miss in the backfield. So that still they're not a vastly different team than they were. They're just they're better received because they have more energy and there's a lot more passion in the in the head coach seat. Okay, uh, I'll give you a, a, your your take on that. My take is somewhat different. It's based on some recent stats. They are a different team, though. Uh, they, they, they really are, Ron. And I say a different team statistically as well, but they're better coached. A Harson team probably might be at risk of losing this. Now, this comes from Mark Murphy. He says, prior to Cadillac taking over, uh, the Tigers had been scored, get this, 66-37 to 37 in the fourth quarter through eight games under Harson. Now, under Coach Cadillac, do you know what those numbers are like now? They're a lot better because, obviously, it's not Brian Harson, but, again, they're all – they're, they, I'm not disagreeing that they're better coached even, but Steve, do you think scoring 13 points on Texas A&M tells you that all of a sudden Auburn is a significantly better team? Well, I can tell you this. They are better in these past two games. In the past two games versus Mississippi State and A&M, the Tigers have allowed 19 points in the third and fourth quarters while scoring themselves 33. Uh, that's a bit of a, a difference statistically from what had been going on. It is, Steve, but again, they're, they're, they're not playing some incredible football. I know that they're not playing as bad, uh, but you look at that Texas A&M game, and in the second half in particular, I mean, Auburn did not do a whole lot, and I know they had a big second half comeback against Mississippi State. I'm not arguing that Auburn's going to win the game, but this is not a typical SEC team that wins eight games and you know, just destroys these non-SEC teams. They're still they're still not like that. They had, uh, I, I'm looking at it right now, they had about, I think they had under 100 yards of offense in the second half, and they had a stretch where I'm looking at it where they punted, looks like three straight possessions, and the, the next two they went a three-and-out field goal because their defense set them up in field goal range, and then they threw an interception. So they had five straight drives, Steve, five, where they got a combined one first down against Texas A&M. Fair enough. Again, that's A&M. And I, I say the talent level of A&M uh, out-talents what West Kentucky has on their, on their side. It didn't, out-talent, it didn't out-talent Appalachian State, did it? Well, uh, a lot of other teams can say that this year, too, uh, that uh, should have lost uh, to who they lost. Uh, does Clemson uh, not out-talent Notre Dame? I uh, guess not. 
Um, See, so we'll but then, then then your point then your point becomes null because then what you say Auburn should just out talent Western Kentucky. Well, if you think these other teams are still more talented and then they're not doing it, well, could Auburn not do the same thing? Yep, but this is again, this is not to me. It's Auburn, and you love Auburn, Steve. Team. So therefore, no, they won't would never do it, that. It, it's not a co- uh, Coach Harson uh, team. I read forget uh, from Mark Murphy that uh, the the, uh, the the practices are significantly different. They're not being worn out. He he was having Coach Harson was having them uh, uh, so the strongest workout practice on Friday, but uh, Cadillac is not having to do that uh, whatsoever. Getting, let's uh, just move on from all of this. Let, let's okay. move on from all of this. Auburn and Western Kentucky on Saturday at 3 o'clock. In the grand scheme of things, this game doesn't mean much at all. It's Auburn and Western Kentucky uh, with an Auburn team that's 4-6 and six on the year. Steve, what else you got for us? I'll just be surprised if we don't win by less than two touchdowns. Okay. And oh, we will see if that happens. Four and two touchdowns. Okay. Um, moving on, guys, I did not know that our men's golf team is ranked number one in uh, – uh, two uh, uh, apparently uh, rankings by two different websites. Were you aware of that? These golf programs have really started to climb, both men's and women's, over the last few years. I know that uh, their coaching staffs are pretty impressive. Really big fan of what Nick Kleinert's doing. And he just uh, signed a new extension back which in is September. Big, which is big. So, uh, and, and some of these freshmen are breaking scoring records. Uh, it's a really, really impressive men's golf team, that's for sure. Yeah, golf stat rankings, and another one is called Top Hole, uh, done by coaches. They're both ranked number one. And women's uh, golf team is also in the top 25. So this is a War Eagle. Team. The volleyball team, they uh, apparently have a good shot. Uh, they're ranked in the top 25. They're ranked, in fact, right yes. now uh, pretty high. And he said, I uh, was reading the, the comments, that as long as they keep their uh, – their, uh, RPI is something uh, less than 40, and they're right now 30 or 31, then they should make it to the uh, uh, NCAA uh, tournament playoffs. Coach Crouch so, felt like they were a year away potentially from making the NCAA tournament, but now it looks like it could be this year that they get to go to the NCAA tournament. So really, really nice job done by, uh, by, by Coach Crouch and that Auburn volleyball team. I continue with the award, guys. I uh, just read this uh, from Auburn uh, Wire. Uh, Derek Hall has been nominated for another award, the Jason Witten Collegiate Man of the Year Award. It says focuses on leadership skills on and off the football field. He's one of 20 semifinalists uh, for this award, and only one of two SEC semifinalists, semifinalists, the other person being Tennessee's Hendon Hooker. He's the only other representative for the conference. The winner gets a $10,000 donation in their name to that school scholarship fund. So I didn't know if you guys were aware that their call was a semifinalist for that award. We got that press release yesterday from Auburn Athletics. So, yeah, big-time honor for them, for sure. Okay. Now, I've been hearing you guys. I heard Terry. Uh, do you guys have any other intel that's legitimate on Joey Freshwater or Jimmy Chestnut? No. No, no. You know, you know who I'm referring to, right? Of course. Yeah, Joey Freshwater, of course, is the rumored, uh, I guess, alias uh, name that uh, Mr. Uh, Lane Kiffin uh, supposedly used, but he denied it. But he said uh, he definitely used Jimmy Chestnut as his, uh, I guess, uh, alias. 
And we want him to be the next head coach, whether it's Lane Kiffin or Jimmy Chestnut, Joey Freshwater, whatever in the world it is. As long as uh, Auburn is attached to his name, that's going to be amazing once the season comes to a close. Yeah, you guys, I mean, you don't think we're being played by Jimmy Sexton, do you? No, I, I, I think Jimmy Sexton's just doing the job of an agent. I think he's trying to get all of his clients set up for big payday. So I don't think he's trying to pay any or play anybody in particular. Last thought for us, right. Steve. Okay, so who's going to be at the basketball game tomorrow night? You That'll be me. And Brant will be there as well. Brant's getting to go with his family. Ryan and Brant will be there. Okay. Uh, guys, should this be an easy, hopefully, game just like uh, the, uh, the game Tuesday night or not? Uh, you would like to think so. Texas Southern, of the four teams that Auburn has played so far, Texas Southern is the weakest, um, according to whatever advanced metrics you look at. Um, I, I think Auburn should come away with this one pretty easily. But, of course, you got to go out there and play the game. So, it, I mean, it's all basketball is one of those sports, you know, if, if the shots aren't falling, weaker teams can stay in it. So we'll uh, we'll have to see. And this uh, Texas Southern team, I believe, just beat Arizona State this past weekend. They did. They did. So they, 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 have, they are a team that can go in and beat an, uh, a Power 5 opponent. Okay. Is it you, Ryan, or is it Tom that keeps saying anything can happen? Uh, I think it's all of us. All of us. All of you? Anybody okay. can beat anybody. You've got you to put the pants anybody. on one leg at a time. Yeah, I'm not going to let anybody take credit for that. I think we all say anybody can beat anybody. Okay, we'll stop it, please, because I, I can't stand that. Anybody can beat <laughs> anybody. So. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Thanks for your Have time. a great day. Uh, my time. Enjoy the, the chili cook-off. I hope you do really good on it. And uh, until tomorrow afternoon, same time, same that channel. We'll talk to you Morning, then. guys. War Eagle, there's our good friend, retired Ward Am Steve, joining us on the program. 334-887-3401 or toll free at one 9 tiger Night. We'll go ahead and we'll take our next commercial break here in the hour. When we come back, one more segment in hour number two of Sports Call. Alongside Brant Daughtry, Brooks Childress, Ryan LaVoy, Drew Bahena is back inside our studios, running the board and taking your phone calls. My name is JJ Jackson, WTGZ, Tiger 95.9 FM. May we have your attention, please? Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? We're Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. Hi, my name is... Hi, my name is... Hi, my name is... Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. I'm Corey Grant, former Auburn football and NFL running back, and you are listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Welcome back into the program on Tiger 95.9 FM and on the Tiger Communications app. J.J. Jackson with Brant Daughtry, Brooks Childress, and Ryan LaVoy. Drew Bahena is back inside our studios running the board and taking your phone calls. 334-887-3401 or toll free at one 9 tiger 9 if you would like to call in and be a part of our show here today. Uh, we're at the Southwest Fire Department, 2176 Wire Road. They've got their annual chili dinner tonight. You can come by, $8 at the door, grab you some chili. We've got some music that's going to be played. We've got raffles uh, of awesome prizes that are going to be given out, and uh, we're just excited to be here. A fun day each and every year, and uh, Captain Peavy is in the building. 
So shout out to Captain Peavy. He's bro. in his full Captain regalia now. He's got the radio on. <laughs> I lost track of him too. He's got the little hat on. Regalia. Um, I don't know where he went. He he ran away he'll from be us, back. but he'll yeah he's going to come back. And it is, uh, it, it's it's a fun time out here every single year. And I'll tell you what, this year is a lot. Uh, it, it, weather wise, it is cold. But it is a lot better because the last two times we've it been out raining. here, it's been oh, raining. Yeah, yeah. The last years. two times, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm oh, very, yeah. very certain it was yeah. raining. So, like, here we are. It it's is beautiful raining. weather. You can take your chili outside. There's nothing worse than a cold rain. You know who else is here? Who else is here? You know who else is here? Who else nope, is here? I don't. It's us. We are here. That's right. Okay. But I want to make sure we give some love to Brock Hart as well. Thunder Chicken's legend yeah. is here. And um, unfortunately for for Mr. Hart, his legend Thunder Chicken's for, career legend for the wrong didn't reason. go that long. No. He, was a, he was a legend for no. the wrong reason. Never reasons. got a chance to first, step in the batter's box. First out of the first game was uh, Mr. Brock Hart's last appearance. But Brock Hart's Chicken. walking around. I see him, man. He is walking around. He's he's, he's, good he's to see. alive and well, and uh, hopefully he can make a comeback for the Thunder Chicken. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he wants, wants to. to. Yeah. Say, I don't know if he is. I don't know if I'd want to. <laughs> yeah. Are the Thunder Chickens going to come back next year? I assume so. We're going to. We're going to. Are they? Up. There he is. Look at him, Brock Hart. Everybody <laughs> in the flesh. Yeah, we love talking about the Thunder Chickens on the air, and this man is is here. Let me get you a headset. Talk to us, brother. Absolutely. Look, how's how's the leg? No. No. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. That is just the update. We were just right. wondering if you would make a return now, now, to the Thunder Chickens. Hey, I think it's looks, official. Looks like you're, you're up and walking around very well for a guy who has retorn his ACL. Well, listen, you see this guy right here in the white jacket? I do see him. He's also retorn his ACL and never, never had it repaired. Okay, fair. I just kind of go for it. All right. <laughs> I just kind of kind of. That's kinda not weird. the update I wanted to hear from you, though, man. We still, to this day, can't believe that in the first game, you never got a chance to step in the batter's box either. And we were looking forward to, like, the opportunity to watch you hit this year. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to hear from you. What is the sales pitch for why people need to come by the chili dinner tonight? Tom's already given his sales pitch a little bit earlier, but we need to hear from Brock. Why, why do people need to come by? The chili dinner this evening. Starting at 6 until 8 o'clock, this place is going to be absolutely packed. So make sure you're a part of the festivities, right? Yeah, that's what you're doing? That's a good role. I like it. I like it. Well, Brock, it's always great to see you. I'm glad the recovery went well for a moment at least. And now, now the Thunder Chickens need to make roster decisions ahead of the 2023 season. So. Okay, all right. Shout out to Davis, whoever that is. I'll need to be introduced. <laughs> oh, there it is. Good to see you, Brock. Um, all right, yeah, here we are at the Southwest Fire Department. Brock not only is on the Thunder Chickens, if people couldn't pick up, he's um, a great member, a great volunteer. 
here at Southwest, and he's going to be directing traffic tonight. Great recruiting but, efforts here by whoever that is. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Someone willingly is wanting to Our scouting department team. honestly lacking. <laughs> Someone has willingly expressed interest to join the team. Well, that's great for whoever that is. <laughs> we, need, we need a regional scout yeah. for this region. Maybe a I southeast region. The no that Ryan gave when Brock said he had retorn his ACL was so genuine. It took me a few seconds to process. It was so good. Oh, I tore it again. No, he tore it again. <laughs> Why? So, hey, what are, that's what a bummer. Are, that's what not what doing? we were looking for. That update, you know? Yeah, well. But, but that's he looks what good. They, the, he does the, look good. The, that's the, what the, 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 he's, rocking, he's rocking facial well, hair. And that, it's that's what they say about uh, ACL tears, though, is that you can actually walk and you can gain some yeah. sort of linear movement, but any time that you try and just turn, obviously Jump. the athletic stuff. Yeah. yeah. Anytime the you want you extra need to play slow pitch softball. So is that is that probably fair? Yeah. Anytime you need anything extra out of it, that's right. when you we noticeably feel it. But right. Um, We'll yeah, work through it's it. Unfortunate. We'll work through it. Are we? Do you guys think I would be a pretty solid no. volunteer? For I, listen, oh. I, I said you would this, do the best you could. I said this <laughs> earlier because Captain Peavy told us that they just got finished with a rookie class right before we got here and before they got set, started setting up. And I mentioned the idea is that we need to have you go through the the rookie class for next year's chili dinner. Yeah, and. Like have a special on our social media pages with little videos of you going through the rookie class. That would be awesome. What I wonder what's involved in that. I hope uh, escape training. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I I actually hope it's you have to put on the the equipment here. Your your little uh-huh. in the back of that fire truck. Interesting. Are we just talking to ourselves? Yes. I think yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> we're, now we're back. We're now we're back. We're, okay, back. we're back. we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Saved. Yeah, we're back. baby. We're back. We're Let's back. go. We are absolutely back. Love it. I hate that people miss the. <laughs> that, was a great, that was a great discussion we, we had. We are back. We are back. <laughs> we are back. And we still you, have the you, Southwest Fire Chili Dinner tonight. $8 at the door. Raffle uh, tickets. <laughs> and in the final hour... I will be completing a firefighter trivia test. Do you have a wealth of firefighter Please knowledge do that stored before in the back of your mind? I have no. to leave early. Right. Please do that before I leave. That's true. I will make when sure that I, happens. I've got to leave in 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, well, we will make sure that happens right at the start, right out of the gate. Early, early break. Early. <laughs> I have to. Yeah, I have to leave at the early break. Oh, <laughs> what I mean. This is a this is a great show. We've gone we off the rails earlier than we normally do. Boy, and we've crashed shows. twice. And as and Jerry Jones would say, it's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been here right, right here, man. I didn't suggest the trivia. I didn't claim to know anything. I don't know anything. Ryan's just sitting here going with the waves. Yeah. <laughs> I think I started it when I started making like kazoo noises. If you had Jerry Jones reference slash impersonation on your sports called bingo card for day, rock that one off. So you. Of the four of us, yeah, you joined the you're, squad. You're asking me, okay? Yes, Brant, you joined the squad last. Yeah, correct. When a little we, more than a year and a half. Ago. Well, actually, we, about a year and a half. Ago. When we go off the rails, yes. When that happens, yes. And you reflect back on your time. It's always your fault. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I thought would happen. <laughs> Was that what you were going? But who like over over a break? Who buys we into it the most? Who buys into it the most? Yes. Oh. Like, who's the most stubborn? Dude. Like, are we really going here? Oh, and yeah, I, I was about to say, Ryan, Ryan's definitely the most stubborn. St- stubborn? Stubborn. I would, stubborn. I, I would, I don't know who leans into it. The most. I feel like we all lean into it pretty well. 
Brooks, you do a good job of leaning into it with me. Listen, if it takes Ryan you, a little while to get right, there. All right, fine. Here I go. <laughs> <laughs> that's no, the phys- left. The that's left. a physical comedy on a radio show. You steer, you steer the the train off of the tracks, and I'm just a willing passenger. I'm not trying to reach back and try to grab <laughs> go, on. I'm go, just, let's go. We go off the track, <laughs> and you're like, all right, let's ride that bucket. <laughs> let's keep it rolling, brother. Meanwhile, I usually jump out if I can. It wasn't this bad before the show crashed for just a few minutes. Like, this happened during the crash, so no one knows how it got to true, this point. True, true. Yeah, they were lost for a moment, but now here we are. We're here. Maybe we fell into the black hole. Maybe. Maybe so. Maybe so. We're in I the hope upside the show down. Is okay. Auburn football <laughs> will play Western Kentucky on Saturday at 3. You can listen to the game on FM Talk 93.9. Tomorrow night at 7, Auburn will take on Texas Southern in basketball and you're going to be there i will and brand's going to be there correct and you guys are both doing the pretzel thing right absolutely you got bites or big pretzel i'm going bites i'm going bites. i'm going cinnamon sugar with icing on the bites. that is yep. the correct uh, way to go vanilla yeah. frosting do i call it icing you can call it yeah, frosting, frosting, or, frosting or, or icing they interchangeable yeah. in Sorry. this case i mean with the pretzel bites makes me the happiest boy in the whole it's, wide world it's amazing. it legit makes me the happiest boy in the whole wide world do you want me to get, get yourself? My brother's calling me. <laughs> Take it Put on the on air. speaker. Just be Put like, hey, you're on the air. Next on the phone line. I tried to answer and it didn't answer. Oh, no, no. man. Um, Accidental dial. Be, be warned. Uh, they the, the workers got there late, and so it was like 10 minutes. Like they were, I was in the line for the National Anthem. When uh, or went for pretzels during the national anthem on Tuesday night. So well, that's not great. It could nah, be later. All right, we've reached me. the end of the hour. Uh, more fun still to come alongside Ryan Lavoy, Brooks Childress, Brant Daughtry. I'm JJ Jackson. Two hours in the books, and we're rolling. Two hours of sports call are finished. Don't touch that radio dial. We've got one more hour to go. Whether you're leaving work, cruising around town, or listening on demand, we've still got some fun left for you. To be part of the show, give us a call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show has been on the air since 1995 and is ready for 60 more minutes of fun. Now, let's get this hour of Sports Call started. Third and final hour of Sports Call getting started on Tiger 95.9 FM and on the Tiger Communications app. J.J. Jackson here with Ryan LaVoy, Brooks Childress, and Brant Daughtry. Captain Peavy hanging out with us as well. Here on the program, it is the Southwest Chili Dinner tonight. $8 at the door. It starts in one hour. Ryan, we've reached the final countdown. It's the final cookout. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. We're almost there, I man. wanted to keep going. Almost time yeah, for chili. The, the warm chili is about to be served, and we're very excited and uh 
We're going to have Tom on here in just a second to, again, remind everyone of it as we're just under an hour until uh, first bite, we'll say. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we're uh, – a lot's been happening. They've been setting up, obviously, for the last couple of days, but uh, it's been smooth sailing so far. To my knowledge, I don't think we've had any hiccups in the uh, in the setup. And That's what's so great about these guys. If, if if there are some hiccups, we haven't even noticed them. Right. That's yeah. how good these folks we are. We used a leaf blower earlier, and we coordinated timing with that. We're already getting some honks. Hopefully that that person driving that vehicle will turn <laughs> yeah. around in about 50 minutes and, and head back this That's way. That's amazing. So, yeah. What's going on, Tom? <laughs> yeah. It's still kind of the calm before the storm, but the storm's starting to roll away. Yeah. See the clouds coming. <laughs> one hour away. That's right. Yeah, well, one hour away, we're starting to get people coming in. And uh, yeah, we kind of loosely started telling some folks 5 o'clock. You know, it's kind of start kind of gradually getting into it, but we're expecting the full brunt of it at 6. And, uh, yeah, man, we're, we're ready to go. Everything is set up. We got chili ready to go. We got tea from Philly Connection ready to go. Yummy. And, uh, cold weather is here. So, uh, yeah, we're just trying to get the little final touches. But, yeah, we're excited. 12th annual Southwest Chili Day. So, question that I don't know if any of you guys will care about, but I'm just going to ask it anyway. You got 200 and you got roughly, you said 280 pounds of ground beef yeah. or so. How many bowls of chili do you think that makes? I don't know. <laughs> a lot. Because well, so what they do, they they make it by the pan. Uh-huh. Uh, so they like great big pans, and they have them all in these warmers over here. And so uh, yeah, it just makes a it makes a lot of chili. Uh, and, and typically we have plenty left over. So uh, that, that's a good thing. Uh, all of us firefighters, we like to eat, especially somebody like me with a belly. I like to eat, so I like to take some chili home with me. And so this is the 12th year. 12th year, yeah. Um, and basically uh, was not able to do it in 2020. How was the turnout last year, and then what kind of turnout you are you expecting tonight? Yeah, uh, the, the turnout last year was really uh, special just because it was the first year back after COVID. And uh, we, we last year, you know, we didn't know what to expect, but it turned out to be a really good crowd. This year uh, – we don't know. We're, we're hoping for a big crowd, but uh, I, I don't want to say that it was last second, but it, there were some concerns whether we were going to be able to do it this year or not, and so we finally decided we were able to, but it put us behind as far as uh, being to being able to uh, get it out to the public that it was happening. So it might be a little bit of a smaller crowd, but now we've got some plans in place for some things in the future that uh, we think can make this thing turn into something even bigger than it is right now. So. Uh, we're still hoping that it's going to be a big crowd. Fortunately, yeah, it's cold outside, but the last couple of years it has absolutely monsoon rained on us yeah. and has hurt the crowd. And so hopefully, even though it's cold, maybe the clearer weather will get some folks out here. And already closed a couple garage doors. You've got, yep. what, about tent heaters or so spread out. Yep. So almost every single table has got a heater right beside it. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we were talking a little bit earlier, the $8, of course, that's to get in and get chili, but it's unlimited chili. It's All not you just can one eat. bowl. So if you're, you say big belly, if you got yeah. a big belly, you can get two bowls. It's quite there all right. Uh, and then a lot of great raffle prizes. Tom, go yeah. over those again. Uh, yeah, a lot of raffle prizes, a lot of door prizes and raffle prizes. So throughout the night, we're going to be doing different door prizes. Uh, and we have a lot of different things that we're going to give away, some gift certificates and things like that, some little small prizes throughout the night. And then uh, at the end of the night, we're going to do our big raffle. 
And uh, everybody at uh, Tiger Communications Sports Call has uh, been gracious enough to uh, donate tickets to us. So we've got uh, several sets of tickets to the uh, to the Western Kentucky football game, and we've got a set of season tickets for women's basketball, for Auburn women's basketball. Uh, we have a uh, signed Bruce Pearl basketball that we're going to be giving away. Uh, we have a cooler that we're giving away. And then the uh, grand prize is going to be a Remington shotgun uh, from the firing pin. And uh, I mentioned this when I was on earlier. You don't get to walk out the door with a shotgun, so if there's any concerns, you still have to go through all the proper checks, all the proper background checks. Uh, you have to be illegal, uh, legally able to own a firearm. Firing pin will put you through all those background checks. So you, uh, you, you, you can claim the prize from firing pin. You can win it here, but you can't walk out the door with it. Um, and so that's our grand prize. That's about a $400 shotgun that uh, you might win for $5, uh, and, you, and you can't win unless you play. Absolutely. And, of course, again, as we've been talking about, the proceeds go to Southwest Volunteer Fire Department to buy new equipment, upgrade current equipment, uh, and that sort of thing. And, and so, again, very important to remember, you know, Volunteer Fire right. Department not getting as much uh, of the resources that other city departments get. Right. So this kind of thing makes up for that. I have to clarify something. My chief walked by and heard me saying $400, $600 shotgun. Oh, $600. Okay. So he, he was throwing up the sixes <laughs> at me. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, uh, that, were you saying the uh, member of the uh, – About uh, the resources and, yeah. Yeah, the resources, it, it goes to the to the volunteer fire department. Uh, the city, you know, there's a lot of things that the city has a, a huge budget. And so city of Auburn, city of Opelika, uh, anywhere else that you might be listening, your city uh, has a budget. And so their fire department gets a lot of really, really nice equipment. Volunteer fire departments, um, especially rural fire departments like we are, we don't get a lot of those resources. Now, there are some that come through a little bit of taxpayer money from a uh, fire fee, but it's really not very much. And th- that money... That money is for the insurance, uh, insurance on the station, insurance on us if we were to get hurt, insurance on the vehicles, the, the really, really big, big things. Uh, a, a, an event like this is going to put money into an account where we can purchase pieces of equipment, uh, we can upgrade equipment, we can buy gear, we can buy some helmets, we can buy different things that we may need here around the station uh, to help benefit us. And so that, that's where this money goes for So. Uh, it, it doesn't go to waste. We, we definitely all kind of put our heads together and figure out, you know, what we need, what we're lacking, and we try to direct those funds towards the areas that we're lacking. Brooks, what's your favorite part of chili, or what? 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 How? What do you? How do you like <laughs> your chili? What is my favorite part of chili? That is a great question. I, all of it. It just tastes great. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't know. It's you know, I. I that's that's a it's a weird question that you just asked me, but I guess all of it, it it's all good. I love yes. cheese. Yes, we and there are a lot of got. cheese chappies, right? Chappies hooked us up. Yep. With do cheese. we do we have crackers? There are crackers. I, I all saw right. some crackers. I love sour cream in my chili. We, we've got some sour cream, which is okay. great. We've got hot sauce. So we, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. yeah. I, I, I can't do the hot sauce. Yeah, oh yeah, give up. JJ a big bunch of jalapenos you, in the hot sauce. We were sauce. debating this earlier. Could you, knowing me, could you see me as a firefighter? <laughs> so, uh, 
so it's I'm chili. Like, chili. So I, I, we've got some great sponsors that have helped us That's out. That's amazing. Here. That's amazing. JJ, That's all we need to know. Tom, JJ walks in and says, I want to join up. What are you saying to him? Come on. <laughs> I, I mean, that's serious. you got to like, take bodies. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, if you can, if you yeah. can make it through the training, uh, we, we don't turn anybody down that, uh, unless they just can't make it through the training. How intense is the training? Oh, it's intense. Do you no. think JJ can make it through the training? Could, could we one day? I don't. How long does the training take? Let's do, let's ask that question. First. Oh, I mean, a full a full training takes uh, several months. Okay. To the class. Uh, I mean, there's things that you could do just on a one time to see yeah. if you can hack. Some I, I would love to see us as members of Sports Call go through like the one day whatever thing and just see like could could we do this? Just JJ. So I, <laughs> I, I kind of want to do it. I kind of want to do so it. So I could I could actually put you guys through what we call a consumption course. Sounds like eating. What it, yeah, it yeah. Does it involve chili? Does it involve chili? It does not involve chili. It involves it involves consuming the entire bottle of air while you're doing. It, it's station to station, doing a bunch of different uh, tasks. I would okay. be so while, fascinated while you're, while you're by that. Full on it. You're. In well, you all got your, all the gear on. In all of your gear I'll with say, the air pack, and you keep doing all the stations until you completely run out of air in your I'm bottle. a 27-year-old man, and I am comfortable saying this. Are you ready? You I am so comfortable saying this. Do it. I love air. I, lo- <laughs> I love air. I really do. I want to do this thing. Nope. Hey, give me a fun fact about the Southwest Fire Department. Uh, fun fact. Fun fact. Fun fact. Uh, 2176 Wire Road. Come yeah. by and see us. Here's a fun fact why you need to come by. Not that Tom Peavy is here, because that's a fun fact, but well, I, I, I want another actually, fun fact. Actually, though, I mean, the really... It, it's Fun fact. Fun fact or cool fact. <laughs> fun fact. The vast, fun fact. The, the vast majority of the membership here are Auburn University students. That's very fun. So, now, me, I'm 46. I'm the oldest person on the department. That's I, a fun I, fact. I have, I, I'm not a student. I have jobs. I have this job here. I have a job at Fat Daddy's. A lot of these guys and women are students, so... They're, they're spending time as students and volunteering here. On top of that, we have some that are not only students, not only volunteers at Southwest, but they are also part of the Auburn Fire Program. So they're doing student work and two different fire departments. Uh, and then we have de- and all sorts of various uh, uh, courses of study. I know we've got two, two guys that are in nursing school right now. We've got some in engineering, some that are, like, getting ready to graduate with degrees in engineering. So... That, that's the really neat thing with us. Now, that being said, though, we have a very high turnover rate. And, and you mentioned this about, see, it looked like there were a lot more people yeah. here. Every year that y'all come here, you see new faces because we're turning over people constantly because they graduate, they move on with their lives. Then we bring in a whole brand new batch Fair. of rookies throughout the year. So it's constantly changing. I mean, we have a constant turnover here since we have so many students involved. Here's a fun fact that I learned. Fun fact. All right. I learned that here at the Southwest Fire Department, you can see Alabama's strongest man. Yes. Is that true? That is true. Bubba. Bubba Sorensen. What, h- how does one become Alabama's strongest man? Uh, well, you beat a, Bubba to start a, with. A lot, you beat Bubba. A yeah. lot <laughs> of hard work. A lot of hard work. Like how strong is strong? I'll have to, I am going to let him come and talk to you all. Can we make that happen? I will let y'all meet the Bubba. The Bubba, the strongest <laughs> but, man. But he 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 literally won out. He won the Alabama Strongman competition 
uh, a couple months ago. I want to arm wrestle him. No, 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 no. Yes. No, you don't. Yes. You do not. Somebody film it. <laughs> um, but before I go and wrangle up Bubba, I do want to mention, though, all of our sponsors. Please do. Help this out. I mentioned Firing Pin. They're with the, they they uh, provide us with a shotgun. Uh, Niffers provided us uh, meat. Sam's Club gave us a very good discount on meat. Philly Connection gave us all the tea. Chappie's Deli gave us the uh, cheese. Then we've also got sponsors from Fat Daddy's, Mobile Home Service Center, LHR, MNC Land Services, Choctafala Farms, Water Oak Manor, The Plains Landscaping, Beasley Construction, Ace Hardware, Wood Chop Timber, Palm Beach Tan, Bruce Pearl, who provided a basketball with uh, for us to uh, give away, Tinted Chick, Ross House Coffee, and the Yard Milkshake Bar. Like I said, we can't do this without the support of all of those. Uh, and then, of course, Tiger Communications and Sports Call is one of our biggest sponsors. Y'all are only banner that is up here. Uh, we could not put this on without the help of the sponsors. Uh, it is so, so valuable. And uh, we keep trying to get more and more as we're going. I'm going to say, I just saw some people walk out, or a guy walk out with some chili to go. So it's already, look, you're getting some chili. In the drive through I can't get over the drive through That's yeah. amazing. We're doing a drive through this year. Got some drive through yeah. Better than Wendy's drive through chili. Come by and get it at uh, at Southwest Fire Department. We're going to find Bubba. we got to find the Alabama's strongest man. I might try and arm wrestle this fellow. Do it. Uh, that's, uh, we got to take a break. Sports call continues in a moment. Brant, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, man. And uh, we'll be back in a moment. Tiger 95.9 FM. Do you want to join our conversation? Tweet us your thoughts on Twitter at SportsCallAU. This is former Auburn football player Danny Skutak, and you are listening to the Abbey Award-winning Sports Call Auburn. All right, welcome back. Sports Call, Tiger 95.9 FM, and on the Tiger Communications app, J.J. Jackson, Ryan LaVoy, Brooks Childress, the three amigos, the three musketeers, on back on the program. Drew Bahena back inside our studio, running the board and taking your phone calls. Brant Daughtry on his way back to Central Services, Central Office, Central Hub, a.k.a. Tiger Communications. Tom Peavy has a bit of do. He's got big, important responsibilities here at the Southwest Fire Department, those heaters are working, man. I, I can feel the, I one that feel was the heat. Next to us. They did move the one that was close to us, but that's okay. That's okay. Look, it's a it's a good place to be. Come on by, six o'clock start, eight dollars at the door for some chili, and I just met Alabama's strongest man during the break, Bubba Sorensen, here on the program. Yeah. We didn't get an arm wrestling contest. He was scared. He was scared. Oh, okay. Nope. No. Nope. He was scared. I oh, offered no, to a false. <laughs> false. Yeah. We yeah, saw some pictures just... of him in competition. Looks really intense. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, he's going to be competing for to go pro there. Yes. Coming up in a few months. So, uh, but they. Uh, Do you uh, think I could beat him in an arm wrestling no. competition? No. No. Zero party. You think so? Both of your put all your muscle. From both your biceps. Every muscle in my the, body. And, and the one bicep. Still wouldn't beat him. That is the strongest man in the, in state, the of state of Alabama. of Alabama. Yeah. All right. All right. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll see what I was, he is a, he's a cut fella. He, now he's out directing traffic. And Peavy's out there now, too. <laughs> Tom Peavy's pointing somewhere. 
play-by-play. Probably trying to park the cars or yeah. something. Yeah, because yeah. uh, we are about to get going here. So, I mean, you know, the heat smells are good. on. And, yeah. Yeah. It's what you would expect for a chili dinner, right? It, it, yeah. Every year. Um, out here. Smells great. How are you guys doing? Good. Phenomenal. I mean, you want to talk sports or <laughs> no? Or, um, what do you want to talk about? Know, got 20 or 30 minutes. Figure we can talk sports. Um, yeah. I just want to make sure people you, come by the wa- chili dinner. You going to watch Thursday night football tonight? Where is my? No, not okay. Where is your what? We got a lot of cords in the area here. Yeah, you know. That's what I was just going for. I'm I'm not going to watch. Yeah, Falcons and uh, or Falcons. No. Wow, Falcons no. don't that play. That was last week. That was yeah. last they week. The they lost to the Panthers. Titans and Packers. Yeah. yeah. It, I, go ahead. You think it's possible the Packers just had a season-changing victory against Dallas? I don't know. I feel like you, you go back to the old adage where they won a, a big game. It's a high emotional game on national TV, and the, they're going to be on that high, and then they're going the the, uh, the Titans are going to come in and get the win tonight. I, I just feel kind of like that that could be what's happening. I think it's it's you know the the Packers that win shows that they can win some big games, but you just you're like I said just coming off that emo- that big emotional game against Dallas you know big, big two big brands battling it out and you had a short turnaround week I, I think Tennessee's probably got something for them tonight up there in the cold weather I mean they they are four and six so they have played pretty bad football throughout the year but Tennessee is still offensively limited uh, Ryan Tannehill has not had a great season they traded A.J. Brown in the offseason to Philadelphia, and that's been huge for the development of Jalen Hurts and for the Philadelphia offense. And I just don't see any passing game. Obviously, Malik Willis came in for a couple weeks when Ryan Tannehill was injured, did not see much out of Malik. They tried to run the ball as much as possible. And look, to Tennessee's credit, their formula is now proven. I mean, throughout these regular seasons of Derrick Henry pounding it 30 times, winning on running and defense, they win a lot of low-scoring games. Mike Vrabel makes really late decisions late in games. But if you start to talk about a hot Aaron Rodgers, if he gets going the way he did in the second half against Dallas and the way that momentum could come, you know, it is in, it is in Lambeau again. And I think I favor Green Bay, and I kind of see something similar with what happened two weeks ago to Tampa Bay working for Green Bay, you get that one emotional late victory and it could catapult and change your entire season. And so you still got to remember, you know, Aaron Rodgers didn't lose all of his talent. He has had a rough season. Green Bay's had a rough season. But I think that it's very reasonable to think that that this could be the start of of a run for Green Bay. My toes are starting to feel it. <laughs> I think they'll feel it in Lambeau tonight too. I, yeah. Like I, I was, you know, thinking about cold. You guys are talking about a great football game tonight, and I went to the Lions game a couple of weeks ago. Uh-huh. Saw the Green Bay Packers team play. It was not good. And uh, yeah, a couple of three interceptions for for Mister Rogers Rogers in that one. Um, but I was thinking, man, I'm glad the stadium is inside. And then you know we were talking <laughs> earlier today about that Bills game being moved from Buffalo to Detroit, and under normal circumstances, it's like, that's not much different. Detroit is right next to Canada. Yeah. It's right next to one of these big lakes, and uh, but oh, it's inside. inside. It's inside. 
Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, no chance of snow. And then when I was thinking about all of Ford the field. when I was thinking about all of the um, cold, I started to think for a moment. You know, my feet are kind of feeling yeah. it a little bit. Everywhere else I'm well, okay, you, but I'm feeling here, it in my you've feet. Been out here three hours, man. Yeah. That's kind of what what can happen at times, but. Uh, maybe we'll get you some chili and warm you up here. We battle through the conditions. And try. Gonna yeah. Compete at the highest level. It's 530. We are 30 minutes away. I'll yeah. make the big announcement for everybody. Uh, 30 we... minutes. Oh, my 30 well, minutes. Well, technically, people are already showing up. And they're up starting and, to make their way over are, here. And you should, yet. too. 2176 Wire Road. Really hard to miss it. Really hard to miss it. We've got our station van out front. we got some lights flashing. They've got a lot of lights in the area directing folks this way to uh, come on by and enjoy the festivities of the Southwest Fire Department Chili Dinner. And uh, we're going to be raffling off tickets. We've got three sets of four tickets for Auburn's football game on Saturday against Western Kentucky. Three o'clock kickoff, final home game of the year. Is it going to be chilly at the game? Yeah, I mean, all weekend. Uh, Saturday's the warmest of the of the next three days. So uh, Saturday's going to be in the mid-50s, around 56 degrees for kickoff at 3 o'clock inside of Jordan-Hare Stadium. Uh, but both Friday and Sunday, low 50s for the high. So, yeah, you get mid-50s, you'll get some daylight. However, by the end of the game, we will be dropping well into the 40s. So not going to sugarcoat, it's not going to be warm. But it won't be wet either. But, uh, yeah, that's the second part of tonight is it's, it's $8 for the all-you-can-eat chili and the, and the meal tonight, but uh, $5 for one raffle ticket, $20 for four raffle tickets, tickets, and there's a lot of prizes. So you're not just raffling for one thing. Here. Right. I mean, you got the, the Remington shotgun or $600, uh, but you've also got, you know, three sets of tickets to Auburn Western Kentucky. So three different people are going to get to walk home with tickets to the Saturday Auburn Western Kentucky game. You have the season tickets for Auburn women's basketball. It includes every single game for the remainder of the season, including Sunday's game. And and so there's a lot of prizes. There's a cooler in there, too. So sometimes you raffle for just one prize. We got you like feel seven let down or eight you don't pri- get it. Yeah, yeah. you got seven or eight prizes tonight. So uh, that really do come out here and contribute and, and enjoy a meal. And, again, there is going to be live music, too. I don't know if we've mentioned that tonight. There will be live music. Uh, so a lot of reasons to come out tonight. Do you think Lane Kiffin's going to be the next Auburn coach? I don't Whoosh. know. It's a left turn. Um, it, it's a possibility. Uh, I, the, Fair to say. The, the the news out there that Ole Miss is offering him a contract extension uh, does throw a little bit of a wrench into that. The, if he's you know getting you know more money there to stay there, but it's not really the money that he's you know been has been upset about at, at Ole Miss. It's not he hasn't you know really been. Uh, rumored that he's upset with the pay there. It's the the resources at uh, at Ole Miss, and you know, yeah, we, you know, Ole Miss, you can give them some more money, but does that get you more, you know, better resources than another job that's coming calling? And not not just the Auburn job, but any other job that comes calling Lane Kiffin, because he's rose to the the point where you know upper level teams are gonna are starting to call on him and say, hey, you know, we see what you're doing at Ole Miss. We'd like you to come do that here. And guess what? You know, for Auburn, we've got a $95 million football facility that you can move right into, and it's gonna. You're the first person to occupy this office, and this is, you know, we got this whole NIL. That's the cool part of this is that you get to be the first one to move in. Yeah, Uh, that's so cool. I'm gonna say that it's happened a couple times with uh, Auburn coaches. I know you know you opened up Auburn Arena 
uh, back in 2010, and Auburn hired uh, Tony Barbie. As it came, he was the first coach to occupy the head coach's office there Jeez. to come in. <laughs> so, so, so we don't want to mess this one up, do we? No. So oh, God. you. <laughs> but I, I, I would still say Lane Kevin's the betting favorite. Um, I don't know what to make of the Dabo Sweeney uh, rumors because you know it, it's the rumors out there that his representatives. But how how much does he actually want to move to leave Clemson and come to Auburn? Um, you know, you've got the Hugh Freeze stuff that is out there, but it's kind of cooled off a little bit. The Deion Sanders talk has kind of cooled off a little bit, too. Everything seems to be pointing toward, up until this week, pointing directly at Lane Kiffin as the number one guy. And then, you know, you it was like Lane Kiffin was tier one, everybody else was tier two. Uh, but now with the, the rumors that are flying out there about the, you know, Dabo Sweeney's, uh, inf- like Dabo Sweeney's uh, interest, maybe, that would be the kind of thing that, you know, people are looking for that splash hire. Say, hey, you've won national championships at your school. We're going to go and get you to our school. And so, I'm I, again, I still probably put the the betting favorite as Lane Kiffin to get to to be the guy because I think that's who Auburn is near like targeting. But you never really know who who uh, two years ago who saw Brian Harson coming until the afternoon that the news broke from uh, the one of the I think it was Pete Thamel. Uh, on one of the national riders broke it that Brian Harson was coming to Auburn. Who who would, who saw that one coming? Well, I mean, I think for this situation, you see, the thing about that one is, I don't think that any everyone had coalesced around the candidate, right? I mean, I think that you had fans wanting, kind of deciphering between a couple different options. There were some Cristobal people. There were some already some Kiffin people. Obviously. You had the whole booster thing that, that they really wanted, uh, Kevin Steele. This time, I, I really think there's lockstep. I think the job will be offered to Kiffin if it has not already been offered to Kiffin. I think what we're trying to judge, what we're trying to guess about, is just Lane Kiffin's decision. I really think it comes down to just what Lane Kiffin wants. I think I know what Auburn wants. I know what Auburn fans want. I think I know who even John Cohen wants, but... I think what you're you're trying to guess is all the logical things we've laid out. Auburn does have a better NIL collective right now. Auburn does have more program tradition and history than Ole Miss. Auburn does have a little higher ceiling in terms of opportunity to win. And we're laying out all these things. They have a bigger fan base. Ole Miss has times where they don't get 65,000 or 70,000, whatever it is, into Vaught Hemingway. Auburn may have a few times where it falls a couple thousand short of the 87,000 that Jordan Hare seats. So all these things check the box logically for Auburn. But ultimately, it comes down to Lane Kiffin's thought process and Lane Kiffin's decision. Does he value, does he feel some sense of loyalty to Ole Miss now that he's been there three years, now that he's had some success that Ole Miss has not had in a really long time, does he feel a sense of loyalty and a sense of you know desire to achieve the final step at Ole Miss or the final couple of steps at Ole Miss? That, that's what we have to guess, and there's really no way for us to know 100% because we are not Lane Kiffin, but I'm telling you, do I believe Auburn's going to offer him the job if they've not already? Absolutely. It's up to Lane Kiffin to accept the job. The likely scenario is that we learn a lot next Sunday after the Iron Bowl. That means that it's less than two weeks away. Starting to heat up a little bit. 
It's heating up here inside at the Southwest Fire Department as well. Let's take our final break of the show. We wrap up the program with a nightly TV guide when we come back on Tiger 95.9. Looking for another way to listen to our show? Be sure to download the Tiger Communications app and listen to Sports Call wherever you go. This is Philip Lolly, former Auburn Tigers football assistant coach for the 2010 National Championship team, and you are listening to Sports Call. Welcome back into the program. It's Sports Call on Tiger 95.9 FM and on the Tiger Communications app. J.J. Jackson, Ryan LaVoy, Brooks Childress, Drew Bahena back inside our studios. Thanks for Brant Daughtry's service with us here today on Sports Call. Tom Peavy stopping by as well. It's almost time. It is almost time. It's almost 6 o'clock. Give us the sales pitch, Brooks, for coming here. For coming here. Uh, They've got great chili. Uh, you get to see Captain Peavy in his natural environment. Um, it is. Uh, you got some great raffles, uh, and you don't. We I, I clarified during the break. You don't have to be present to win the raffle. They're they're gonna you buy the tickets to raffle off uh, some great prizes. You don't have to be present to win the raffle. Door prizes though, you do have to be present. Right. So if you're you're looking for some of those door prizes, you got to stick around, keep eating the chili, and keep go uh, wait for the door prizes to be given away. But if you win the raffle. You you don't have to be present. They'll contact you and get you know get you all the information on your prize. Uh, but yeah, some great chili. They're already you know putting some bowls. I'm watching a bowl get poured right now behind us. They've got all the great toppings out here. They've got a, if you can't stay, they've got the to go line outside yeah, where you can and, drive through. And you can come right now because yeah. uh, you can start. They're starting to serve the chili. We've seen probably seven or eight to go cups already leave the place in the last 15, 20 minutes. So we're gonna have we, some great live music coming up here in a little bit. We met our pal Michael from Auburn who calls into the show from time to time. That was a big blessing here today. I love getting to meet all of our callers, a part of the Sports Call family. That's outstanding when that takes place. So, uh, so yeah, come on by, have some chili. Have some chili. It's delicious. The raffles, yeah. What what do you say? 280 pounds? 280 right? pounds of chili. An unknown amount of bowls can be made. They usually leave, though, with plenty of chili left over. So yeah. they're going to have it all night. Don't worry. Even if you're out there, say, well, i got something to do at 6, but maybe I can come at 7 or 7.30. Come out. Come on out. They're right. still going to have it. Uh, you still enter the raffles. So up until 8 o'clock, come on out. And, uh, again, we can't emphasize enough how important it is to – uh, raise money for the Southwest you know, Fire Department and be able to, uh, to get, upgrade the equipment and get new stuff in. We joke that I'm going to go through this uh, firefighter training course, but next year I think I want the I want to count how many bowls of chili are served. You yeah, know, we're have someone just do- like me just sit there <laughs> yeah. and 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 just tally up. All right, that was one, two. Just be able to report that I'll be the chili reporter. Yeah. Well, again, I said, like I said, I've seen. At least six or seven, maybe eight, like uh, containers of chili go on the way out. Yeah. So, um, saw someone walk out with three of them just a little bit ago. So yeah, feed the family. Come on by and feed the family. And yeah, I it mean, sounds great. I'm hungry. So. <laughs> I'm getting hungry too. All right, uh, before we get out of here today, let's make sure that we give you our nightly TV guide. Here it is. Our show is about to end. 
but we've got you covered on entertainment for the evening. Here's Sports Call's Nightly TV Guide. All right, it's time for our Nightly TV Guide. Mr. Lavoy. Is Brooks still suspended from this? One more. No. What, I was going to say, why do you think he handed you the paper? I One know, more. Must be. All right, uh, I'm going to start with some. It's brought to you by White Claw Heart Seltzer. I'm going to start with some football. Thank you. Okay. College football at 6.30. I usually S- start the movie world, but all right. SMU at number 21, Tulane. Which uh, which number is Brooks? I can mute him. <laughs> yeah. um, He's going to critique everything. A top 25 matchup tonight for college football. Well, not quite. Or, or, SMU's or, or, not ranked, one, but one team is one the top team 25. Is ranked. Team. Tulane's still ranked number 21, 6.30 ESPN. We talked about this a little bit earlier. As Brooks says words that are inconsequential in the background, the Tennessee Titans – at the Green Bay Packers, 7:15 on Amazon Prime. That one again in Lambeau. Colder environment. This where we are right now, or Lambeau. Lambeau. You'd hope Lambeau. <laughs> You'd hope. If it's yeah. colder here than Lambeau, I'm I'm disappointed. Uh, we're gonna have a, another college football game, seven o'clock ESPNU. Western Michigan at Eastern Michigan. That one be in Nipsalani, right? Uh, um. Well, that's false information. That was yesterday, that wasn't was it? That was yesterday. Yeah. All right. That's, well. that's, and they didn't even play each other. That was my. That's an error on me. Western Michigan played, played Northern Central Illinois. Michigan, and West and uh, wow. Eastern Illinois played, I think, Toledo. Thank you, JJ, for setting me up for failure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justice. Does number four Kentucky play South Carolina State tonight? Yes, the they SEC do. The rest, of, I confirm. Okay. The rest of this is right. I'm just going to read, th- read these as question. Pitt and VCU. That is right. Six o'clock. Yep. ESPN two. Part from of that, the uh, Barclays Center. I was gonna say part of the Legends Classic, isn't it? Yep. And the second part of that Legends Classic, allegedly, <laughs> will be number twenty Michigan and Arizona State, eight thirty on ESPN two. So thirty you minutes know, after the conclusion of Pitt and Virginia Commonwealth. Michigan beat former Duke assistant Jeff Capel's Pittsburgh last night. The Legends Classic. Most people do. Most people do. Uh, all right, and then uh, some movie picks, as always. 6 o'clock, Meet the Fockers. That was released in 2004, starring Robert De Niro, Ben Stiller, Dustin Hoffman, Barbara Streisand, and Owen Wilson. 7 o'clock on FX, Deadpool 2, released in 2018. All you need to know is that Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Yeah. And then 7.30, it's getting to be the holiday season, so Elf Start the Christmas movies up. 7.30 on TNT. That stars Will Ferrell, one of J.J.'s favorites. And then definitely one of J.J.'s favorites, <laughs> Spider-Man 2, 7 o'clock yes! on AMC. This is the Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst variety. Uh, I believe James Franco as well. So 7 o'clock on AMC. But you you liked Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man more than Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Yes, but I still really, really like the Toby oh, Maguire. Yeah. Who's the villain in number two? Because it was Green Goblin one, right? Yeah. Is it Doctor o- Mr. Octopus? Doctor Octopus. It is Doc Ock. Yeah. yeah it's, I think. And then is. three is the Sand Guy. Three is the Sand Guy, Venom, and um, Green Goblin again. But All James in one. Fra- yeah, but James Franco, James Franco is Green Goblin. Yeah. Yeah. Comes to the dark green. Because his dad dies. Yeah. 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 William Defoe. And Spider Man. But then he's yeah. James Franco's the- dad is not William. There's our nightly TV guide brought to you by White Claw Hard Seltzer. Stop by your local TK's convenience store and pick up a White Claw variety pack today. I have been suspended. I That's funny. I, I really did. Justice. I, did, I, I gave an improper game. I didn't correct this. And, and that's you were embarrassing. in control of that piece of paper, too. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. See, now you have more respect for what Brooks does. Yeah. 
<laughs> How can we? I mean, do I need at least my at least my mistake was I did give the correct movie. It was just the wrong year that I gave. Do you want me to give uh, JJ his penalty? Yeah, you're not <laughs> you're not going to be on the show tomorrow. <laughs> you're suspended from tomorrow's show. That'll teach him. You'll forget to say that tomorrow, probably. <laughs> but yeah, I, I will. Uh, I'll, I'll serve that suspension. I will not appeal. You tried to appeal your suspension. I did. Watch. Yeah, I'm going to handle this it. with respect and dignity, and I will not appeal my suspension. Well, because I knew I was uh, innocent. Oh. 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 All right. Come by get some chili tonight. Yeah. That's that's the the, the motto for folks out there. Absolutely. And uh, Auburn plays basketball tomorrow as well. Yep, uh, again, Texas Southern. The SWAC went 3-3 three and three in that Pac-12 SWAC matchup when we were, they, you know, they were starting that, that basketball series. And three SWAC teams beat Because Alabama teams. State played somebody. Yeah. They played UCLA. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, three of uh, I think, uh, oh, gosh, didn't, did USC lose? Well, I don't know. Three don't of remember. them lost, though. Three of three of them lost, and it was uh, it wasn't the best. There's our cue. Our show has come to a close. A lot of fun here today come at the Southwest chili. Fire Department. It's chili time here at 2176 Wire Road. Look out, folks! He's Thanks, coming. Tom. Thanks, Brant. Ryan, love you, man. Love you too, brother. Brooks, I love you, man. See ya. Thanks again to Drew Bahena for running the board back inside our studios. We're on the air tomorrow at three o'clock. That's going to do it for Auburn's first. In Albert's favorite sports talk show for Drew Bahena, Brooks Childress, and Ryan Lavoy. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.